Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Detecting excitement. Hello and welcome to Core, the video game podcast that talks about everything from Phil uh, Spencer's shirt all the way down to why John shot Darth Vader in Fortnite. All of it in between. Think of that sandwich. Look at the yeah, bread I everything. just described. That's a lot of meat in there. Just tons of what stuff in bread. Between. What bread indeed. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're back and it's good to be back. It's Thursday, October 27, 2022. I am Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And we're going to just dive in, man. We're not going to waste any effing time. We're just going to get in there. Oh, a quick note. Uh, throughout the show, I will be checking our texts, our new text uh, thing. So if you want to send one in, you can do that. The, uh, the number is 801-471-0462. Can't guarantee I'll use them, but I'll definitely be using them for future shows. So keep those coming. All right, here we go. Hey, you guys. Guess what makes a lot of money for CD Projekt Red? The Witcher uh, franchise is the thing that be, makes them the most being money. Being able to sell their game on PlayStation consoles now, finally. Yeah, that's I, a good point. Uh, being uh, able to, an anime about a product that wasn't doing previously well in the past. Yeah, and now it's still, from the strength of that anime and its own final patches, seems to still be doing quite well for them. So good job. But also they're working on new Witcher stuff. We've talked about that already. Uh, mm-hmm. about the new Witcher projects and the work, but the one we didn't know about just got announced, or they just talked about it. They're working on, and this is official, a remake, not a remaster, but a remake of the first Witcher game, which, as I recall, was very thick on story and a little janky on gameplay. 
Yeah, but a rem- yeah, a we ma- oh, a yeah. remake. They're making it for the Wii. Everybody get excited. <laughs> Finally. Probably would really the Wii. <laughs> might. I don't know. But uh they're making with the first Witcher game again and they're going to do it in a, with a proper engine and I would assume Unreal Engine 5 since they're using that for everything else moving forward. Um and yeah, with The Witcher, are you ready to play The Witcher all over again, Jonathan Jagger the 3rd? Yes. A hundred percent because that first game does not play good and it doesn't look good anymore either. Like it's, it's the worst of all worlds. Like you go back and play it and you're like, well, you know, I really want to get into this Witcher universe. What's going on here? And you know, they, they Witcher three, as much as I like it is made very much as being the sequel to the Witcher and the Witcher two in mind Mm -hmm. and having a way to play that and hopefully have it play decently at least. Um, would be very very nice now i hope that they keep uh in in the witcher the original if you uh went to bed with someone as witchers do they do um this was before the era of fully rendered sex scenes Mm -hmm. so your reward quote unquote uh for that is that you got a scantily clad (laughs) in america i think there was a version with nudity card of who you slept with, like oh. a trading card. Oh, and right. I'm going to tell you right now that this system is perfect and needs to continue to be in the game. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why you get a trading card to show that you had sex with somebody, but it needs to be there. And the only way that I can think of improving it, the only improvement they can make is if instead of just a card with a picture, mm. if it's also a Gwent card on top. <laughs> yeah, now you're talking a playable Gwent card. Yeah, yep. and port it yeah. right into modern Gwent and play it or even play it in uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. That'd be cool. Yep. So wait, they're, really, they're, they're like trophies, really, right? These cards? That's yeah, the idea. I, guess. I don't know if that's it seems that. a little yeah. uh, unseemly, doesn't it? A little bit trophies. Well, like I'm assuming that Geralt gives them one of him. I don't know, but <laughs> he's just got cards he gives out when he's done in the big tub. That's, how, like, that's how sex happens in this world. Uh, yeah, I just assume that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I think the system's great. I think it's a great system. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm yeah, I mean, if now. it's if it's fair, because it has it has sort of the um, the air of you know. Uh, like um, keeping. I'm getting this from Community, and it's not something I've ever done. So please don't put this on me. But you know, um, there's that part in the Community episode where he has a uh, Jeff Winger has a basket of panties he yeah, keeps, yeah, to I mark his that. conquest. Sure, you know, yeah, it's a little unseen. The boys are like awesome, and the girls are like, oh, yeah, rightly so. Yeah. They'd freak out. And so if it's yeah. fair, so it's it's, like- it's kind of got an air of like you know how like that maybe yeah. i have the cards of all the women i've slain yeah. in bed yeah. <laughs> you know like i don't know but whatever it's a video game i bet they don't go near that i'm just gonna guess right now and i'm and i'll be sad for john if they don't but i think that they'll probably <laughs> avoid it given all the other stuff surrounding c project reds internally and video game issues when it comes to some overt stuff so you know and we've all we've all talked at length about how um, cyberpunk itself is just a world full of debauchery and so we're actually lucky the game only went as far as it did if you're if you're horrified by that stuff um, yeah. but they still got heat for that and I don't know if they want more heat for anything I, I like John's take John solved it uh, for them just now hopefully someone there's listening if the exchange is equal it's fine yeah, yeah. and have those cards right, it's awesome no longer cards. patriarchy or something weird it's like hey here's my card 
Well, here's a photo of yeah. me. Can I have a photo of you? <laughs> <laughs> they just need a quest where some lady comes up and tells Geralt, like, hey, you know, you, you remember me? And Geralt plays it off, and then she shows him his card. <laughs> she has it. Yeah. And now the, the shoe's on the other foot there, Geralt. Make like, them awesome cards in the game. Make them really good Gwent, Gwent cards, like OP Gwent cards. So that helps, number one. And then number yeah. two, there needs to be an exchange on screen where they're like, oh, Geralt, that was amazing. Here's my card. And then he goes, well, here's mine. And then... That's <laughs> a good Geralt impression. Yeah, it's a terrible Scott. Geralt. It's just very fancy. <laughs> Hello, well, here's mine. Here's my card, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, it is I, Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> yeah, he's nothing like that. Uh, but anyway, they're making it, so maybe they'll put that in there. Their tweet said, uh, we're thrilled to reveal that together with Fool's Theory, uh, uh, another developer they're working with on this. We're remaking The Witcher using Unreal Engine 5. Oh, there's the confirmation of that. Uh, they've codenamed it Canis Majoris. Ugh. Really? Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Isn't that a, like a that's a that's a part it's of the human? It's, it's no, that's a scientific name for. It's uh, probably Latin or Greek, right? But do, like, I think it's an animal's scientific name, right? What did you call it? Canis clitoris. Or no, it's a it's not a Canis body. clitoris. It's a it's a it's a what? Why can't I think of the word? I don't know. Constellation. Oh, oh, it's a it's constellation stars. Okay, it's a star. Well, oh. Can you star. say it again? What is it? Canis, Canis clitoris. Majoris. Majoris, not clitoris. <laughs> Yeah, Majoris is definitely um, well because there's the labia majora Latin or Greek or something like that. Because right? you got the you got the labia majora. It's like the the big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, ladies, but it's you know it's a thing. It's a deal. Hey, it's a body part. It's yeah, uh-huh. I'd way take that over a scrotum. Come on, you guys got the better end of that deal. But anyway, the point the point is, uh, they're making it, and uh, they say they want to do it right, so please be patient, they said in the uh, post. says it's going to be a while till we can share more details. So that's all we know. Um, an Unreal Engine 5 remake of that game and its story sounds fantastic to me. I'd be all in on this. So bring it. Didn't say uh, yeah. in the timeline of the new Witcher trilogy where this fits in terms of a release. Uh, you know, is this a mainline game? Is this like a full $70 title, or is this like a... 38 you know 39 dollar remake like, i don't know we don't know any of that but we know it's going to be a while so sit still and but hey it. i i had the same experience as john where i tried to play it and i'm like nope i'm out it's too bad <laughs> it's it doesn't weird. it doesn't hold well, up that well you came up i'm like i should play the first one so i know the story and i was like i don't need to know the story yeah. <laughs> it's weird it's like third person but way pulled out and yeah, but it also plays a bit like an action game, and you like left click for light attack, right click for heavy attack. Like, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of like weird mouse gestury things in there. It's it's odd. It's a very odd game. You could make the argument that the Witcher games have never been great at combat. I still think that's probably true. No, they just yeah. got better. Yeah, they got better, but they're still not great. Like, I really hope whatever's new, this remake, the new trilogy. I hope a focus, a renewed focus on combat is there because that is probably the weakest part of those games. I mean, they're still, it's fine. It's serviceable, but I don't know, man, there's something. There's some interesting challenges throughout. That's I'm through be, I'm over it with them. Cause I don't, I just don't think it's CD project red strong suit. Like they make beautiful animations, but it's like, it's cinematic, the fighting, but mm-hmm. yeah, like something. I think combat was pretty good. More, cyberpunk. Don't you think is better? certainly better as a step up from <clears> the Witcher. It's good in the beginning. As you get towards the end, you become so, you know, like you play 
a game like you get better but the challenges get progressively harder yeah. like you know yeah. that's always the best case scenario like i'm so powerful but now things oh no new challenge like right. my experience of cyberpunk has been oh yeah it's definitely challenging at first and then i can you know there's 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 no escalating enemies that can counter my learned tactics you know what i mean that's a really good point i'm i'm thinking more like um like mechanically satisfying even if it's even if I'm OP, I'm okay with that as long as it still yeah. feels good to do what you're doing. And the Witcher, even three, it just felt clumsy. The, the I mean, combat. The Arkham Knight series really solved. Yeah, really solved it with one simple thing: a dodge encounter. Like, yeah, you know, otherwise it's just a beat 'em up where you press the beat 'em up buttons and there you go. But the dodge encounter made it like, oh, I got to pay attention. Some of them like would fake out as the enemies got tougher. You still had to do, you still had to use the mechanics, and it just felt like my experience in Cyberpunk, and as well as with Witcher, was just once you got the really powerful stuff, you kind of just mowed everyone down or or owned it. And I, I just yeah, I agree. I think the the Arkham stuff is literally a game changer. Uh, every game I've played that's tried to use something similar to it has made that game better, and it's weird to to say that because it doesn't seem that. It doesn't seem that groundbreaking until you realize just how good it feels. Like the the Mad Max game that I love and that I beat, um, and I still go in and play and try to get like every little piece of whatever I can find in that game uses that Batman mechanic, and it's great. It's freaking yeah. great. I hear so. people complain about it now because it's been in so many games, but I don't understand the complaint because I still think it's a better alternative to most games. I don't think it belongs in every game. I think it would be weird if we were doing the, the exact same style, like flip over their back business in God of War, because that's not really how Kratos should fight. So I don't think it applies one to one, but I think in games where it makes sense, and especially for like an agile, skilled fighter like Geralt or, you know, or a Witcher in general, because I don't think we're going to be Geralt in the new one. Right. I think it it makes sense to use that kind of fighting style and system, and I, I still think it's fun. I, I think that most people who try to come up with something new and different, it it works less. Uh, or yeah. It turns out poorly more often than it works. Imagine taking some inspiration from like Elden Ring, because that's like a that's a medieval combat kind of game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even if you when you level up, you never you know you got a block and or whatever mechanics you have because it's an RPG. It varies, but you have tactics you got to follow, and it's challenging. I wonder in like the the game zeitgeist though, if you if you came out and announced, hey, our combat system in The Witcher Four or whatever they're going to call it, uh, plays like a Souls like if that would cause a huge rift with yeah. existing yeah. fans and some people would say, yeah, finally not for babies. And then the people who don't have good skills, but like video games would complain that they're being cast aside. Yeah, I don't like think they part of part of these filmic dramatic narrative experiences is that like a lot of people can access it. And it's probably part of the reason why CD project red games are accessible to a lot of people who don't have deep skills. Like my sister, for example, plays video games, but mm. doesn't have the deep skill set. Doesn't want it. Yeah. Doesn't need it. Yeah. You know, so I think just make it as good as, I don't know what to compare it to. There's plenty of action RPGs. You know what? Like the star Wars game with redhead Jedi guy, that game, make uh-huh. the combat like that, where it's not punishing in terms of like what people think of as a souls like, but not, 
just simple, you know, button mashy yeah. either. Yeah. And then you've got I, a good middle ground. Which the experience was like I took I went like the the agile swordsman, and then it just got to a point where you just hold the button down, and you you go whoosh 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 whoosh, and like I everything would die. Like yeah. I never had to take potions, I never had to do anything. I'm just like whoosh 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 and, and die. And I'm yeah. like, oh. felt like that wasn't what they intended, but you're right. That's what I did too. Anyway, uh, new games, they're coming, and uh, we'll see what they do. I hope they keep it third person. I think looking at Geralt or whoever the new uh, Witcher uh, protagonist will be, I want to see them, and I want to see their gear. I don't want to be first person yeah, in those it, games. Is it going to be? Oh, I haven't I haven't gotten to the end, so maybe. Right, never mind. I still haven't been spoiled on the end of The Witcher somehow, so I'm... You have Witcher the new... Three, you got so. the DLC finally, though, right? The uh, Or I guess you've always I have had all it. Good, I just got to get back to it. I'm 80% done the main campaign. I just... Yeah, just you put it on a shelf, pull to Scott, finish it ten years later. That's how like it that. goes. When I, t- yeah. I talk about games today, you'll, I'll be, I'm playing one of those today. In fact, so we'll 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 try to figure out why we do that. Um. Anyway, so there's that. Hey, guess what? Uh, this is this is mainly for me because this is very exciting. And it represents <laughs> Scott reports on news for Scott. This reminds well, me. I put, the, I put this in. So this, <laughs> is, this is reminds me of my twenties in a major way. Uh, that you can play any Doom wad. If you don't know what a Doomwad is, it's basically the, assemb- the assembly of map and some mechanics that you can custom make and put in Doom. You can now play these in a browser and play it as well as Doom ever played it. And I saw one recently. It was like a Seinfeld mod that looked insanely stupid. And I really want to play that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go do this after the show <laughs> or sometime this weekend because yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's, yeah. I love I mean, it. We're at- we're at the point now where this should totally be capable in a browser. Yeah, you can play you can play Doom on a tractor. Somebody showed me the other day a video of a of a what's the green brand? Uh green John Deere. John Deere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was gonna, I was like, what is Scott talking about right now? Is I xbox what and then i was like oh no he just said the word tractor he's talking about tractor. yeah bags. the tractor the john deere tractors somebody hacked one and made it so the little readout which is just this like monochrome readout thing that just gives you status of certain systems on the tractor is playing a full version of doom on there which i love that i love when people play doom on weird shit and um now you can do it in your browser uh so go check out pcgamer.com is a, a link and all about it i'm gonna try that later it's a wadcmd.com, I think. There you go. Wadcmd.com. Or just look up Wad Commander. I think that's what it's called. Nice. Man, I miss those days. Such a creative time. Do you have a Wad right now? You're going to love it. I mean, a personal question. Not, and, uh, not on me, but uh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure if I you looked around. I, you know what I mean. Yeah, if I, I looked around, I could find something. Um, All right. But yeah, I used to have, I used to make my own. I used to have like uh, my, our old office that I worked in for, when I worked for this computer company, this huge warehouse slash office with multiple floors, bathrooms, elevators, all that. And we recreated the entire thing in Doom and then later in Quake. And it was our go-to deathmatch game, uh, uh, location when we play at night. Such amazing times. I love that crap. So much fun. Anyway, we'll look at that later. Marvel Snap. Uh, we're going to talk more about the game later, but right now I'd like to talk about how much damn money it made. Uh, $2 million in its first week. That's pretty damn good. Not bad at all. For a game that doesn't really wring the cash out of you. Not exactly. We'll talk about Ding Desert with Bo later because one of us spent 50 bucks. I'm, I'm in the Ding Desert oh, as well right now. Did you yeah. spend some Did you spend some hard-earned cash in there? Or? No, okay. but I I mean, I have. I've, I bought their introductory pack, and I think I 
bought I think I bought like $10 worth of currency. I don't remember what the increments are, but it wasn't like the lowest, but it was, you know, still far from best value. Right. Um, so I, I think, you know, I like to do this. I've talked about this before. I barely ever play mobile games, but when I do, I like to put a little chunk of money in there for one, because I'm playing your game and I don't think games should be free. In fact, I think the fact that games are free is part of the problem. Right. Um, And I also feel like I want to get, what is the experience that putting a little bit of money into a game gets me? And does that feel like a full game or does that feel bad? And if it feels bad, then, you know, there you go more free to play bullshit. And if it feels good, then, you know, maybe we have an actual video game on our hands. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I stopped buying altogether. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you spent because, you spent a big chunk up front, or not up front, but early in the Ding Desert, and then nothing since. Has that held you over? Is that not enough? Like, I, I so realize, there, there's yeah. three pools. So the game matches you with people with collect similar collection levels, and they're split into pools. Yeah. So I've been edging pool two. Oh, like I'm like oh I'm about two cards away from being in pool three. So the problem with being at the beginning of the pool is everyone has these awesome cards and you don't. There's your incentive to spend. So because I'm at the edge of pool two, I'm only matched up against people in pool two. So I'm getting to know all the cards and I'm climbing rank successfully. Um, So I'm like, why would I spend money? I want to stay in pool two. (laughs) So I like, because spending money puts you ahead in collection level. So what level are you at, John, by the way? Uh, I think I'm 33 right now. Oh, you're uh, so you're in pool one still. This yeah, take your time. Or you said collection level, right? Not yeah, the green. The, yeah, the no, green thing. Hold on, um, let me let me pull it up. Let me. It's see. the green number and the home screen at the oh, top. Oh, I'm much higher on that. Yeah, I've been playing yeah. a lot. Um, hold on, let me let me get it. I'm low rank because I'm bad. Oh um, yeah, the rank is <laughs> rank is just for fun. Like it uh, collection level is three hundred and thirteen. Okay, so you're in pool two as well. So Pretty you want to probably start edging at four fifty, four sixty, if you want to stay in pool two, because you, it's fine to go to pool three, but that's when the dig desert gets even longer. It takes twelve levels to get a random box with maybe a new card in it. Yeah. So I, I Brian Ibbett messaged me on Twitter and said his collection level was. By the time he got everything, he was collection level 3,000. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He's been playing so, since ba- day one of the beta, and I know he spent money and played a ton. And Yeah. Know. He's been playing for a while, and I think over time, it's all earnable for free. I don't know if this is a Bo plays it for five weeks and then is done with it kind of thing, or mm-hmm. if I'm going to be playing it for years to come. MCU's not going anywhere. Anytime a new movie comes out, seems like a good reason to crack open Snap. But... um yeah, that's why I decided to stop spending because I'm like, oh, oh, I, you know, my money's not going to get me very far <laughs> quickly. This is not a good plan. Yeah. Uh, season pass is good. Buy Captain America. Spend a small amount. Second guess credits. I'm up to like 3,000 credits because I'm intentionally not spending. And that's coming from freemium, not from pay mm. at this point. So. Hey, wait, is Captain America rare or something? Because I got him early. He's all three um, out for you, me. There was a new, you know, there's the best value bundle when you first play any freemium game that's yeah. like $4. That they just want, they, they, their research shows that if if you, they're able to sell you on something for a cheap amount, like your initial purchase of like 99 cents in Diablo Immortal, mm-hmm. you are X amount more likely to continue spending. So they when they analyze their data of customers, all the people who made that first purchase, 
they're like, these are our potential whales, right? Because mm-hmm. some people are the people who are like, I'll never drop a dime. Like, who cares about those guys? So that that's one way they can identify, like, and just know that you'll they'll make a habit habitual customer out of you. Mm. Yeah, that's the but truth. they are good value. So I'm yeah. okay with. Are you used to this yet? Come on now, get with get no, with it. That here. song has to change, Ben Broad. If you're listening, please. I I've moved on. Last week I said I miss it if it's uh if it's not there. I've moved on to no, it's just mute. You just turn it off. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. Well, aren't you glad they even let you do that? I'm glad they let you go in and have your choice there. You know, I what I need is I need a card that gets rid of Cosmo. <laughs> That's what I need. That dog pisses me off. Oh, yeah, I've never been dog. more mad about the existence of an animal than friggin' Cosmo. That He's going to go away soon, though. It's just because of the featured locations. Oh, is yeah. that the deal? Yeah. So, well, we can talk about the meta in the in the actual gameplay section. We'll just stick to the money, maybe. But yeah, just know that it's a meta thing right now. All right. Countering the, the popular strategy. It's one way to do it. Well, rock yeah, out with your socks out, out, everybody. Felt good. Oh, yeah. Come on now, let that into your heart and your soul. No, I had this. I had this. I had this stuck in my head. Like I hated that it was stuck. I told you this yesterday. I hated that it was stuck in my head, but it was stuck in my head like all day. (laughs) Yeah. See, I dreamed about Snap. (laughs) I playing it so much, and I woke up and I went, "I gotta stop playing this game." It was an awful dream. Uh, I love it. Uh, All right. Well, there's that. Um, They're making a bunch of money, and. there's the you know the stories and events stuff is pretty cool we'll talk about this game more in depth later in the show but success for them they've done well and i think that was that was good also i just i can't reiterate this enough i think i'm happy to see a game that's not egregious and stuff with its monetization plan do well because it's not there they i'm not saying it's perfect but they are by far the least offender of late when it comes to big high profile releases on mobile. Compared to a lot of stuff, it is not bad at all. Their yes. prices are insane. If you do decide to be a buy-in, it's kind of shocking what the amount they charge is for stuff. Yeah. Like you look at yeah. like, okay, it's 700 gold to get this ver- variation of this card. And you look at what that equates to in dollars and you're like, good Lord, they the yeah. most expensive JPEGs on the planet. But yeah. that said, being high priced is one thing aggressively going after people's money and making it, you know, difficult is a different thing. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, I would agree that they are. It is better, but I still wouldn't. I definitely I like the game, so I'm being more forgiving of it than I should. It, it is expensive, yeah. and it is. It doesn't tell you important things. Like like, I sort of feel suckered because I didn't carefully examine the collection ladder. You could say it's my fault, but it takes nothing to put a tooltip up and say like collection level right now is. You get a card every two levels, but soon it'll be four levels and eventually be 12 levels and eventually it'll be 12 levels and random. Mm. That's like important when you're deciding like, oh, should I buy some credits? It's good to know, be clear on what you're buying and not be like, well, you better do your homework or we've tricked you and that's on you. Thank Mm. you for your money. You know, so I, I... I don't know. I'm. I'm yeah, that's just my t- my opinion. Is that it's it's 
It's still not good. <laughs> but I get you. The nice thing is, I feel like it's the most optional feeling of all the premium. That's games. what I'm saying. Like you're not yeah. gonna. You compare this to Diablo Immortals, you know, launch and plan and all that. This is far less. Uh, um, we got yeah predatory. some questions coming up in the chat room too. The breakpoints for pools. Uh, just go to Snap Fan, Marvel Snap Zone, something like that. I can't. I don't know them all off the top of my head. But uh, Marvel Snap Zone, Snap Fan, and I think there's another site like Snap IO or Marvel Snap IO. Dot IO. Um, they'll tell you when what the pools are, and uh, there's guides on how to purchase things and stuff like that. So, well, there you have it. Uh, more on that game coming up. Let's move on to Diablo retrospective from Jay Wilson, dude. What was in charge? He was game director of Diablo three for the entirety of its uh, development. And he was also, I believe connected very closely to blizzard North. I think he worked there when they yeah, he was in, made two. Yeah. So he was a big shot up there at the time. Anyway, he's an interesting dude. Um, he says, here's some takeaways that are kind of, I don't know, revealing the real money auction house. Big question about this was kept open because the box promised it. So the retail box said, Real Money Auction House had a little blurb, had some stuff on it. I remember that. I have the box somewhere. Man, don't um, tell the Wrath of the Lich King box. About no, this. that was what I was going to say, John. <laughs> Do you remember that? Wrath of the Lich King yes. said that we were going to, uh, what was the, you're going to have uh, fight, uh, air fights. Dance, dance, dance Studio, studio oh, and dance Aerial, studio and Combat, aerial Combat, Combat are both on there. Yeah. yeah. On the box. Oh, you decided not to do it there? What's the freaking damn difference? That annoys me. I don't like it. I think maybe because one is pitched as a live service and Diablo is a a box product with no other, I'm my guess. Yeah, but at the time, Wrath was that too. You had to go buy this box. You had to pay 49 mm-hmm. bucks for it. It promised features that they also announced at events and showed at, at BlizzCons and junk like that. And then, and then you just didn't have it. And they never said anything about it. There might have been fine print on the Lich King box versus Diablo. Well, Lich King came first, though, right? Yeah, Lich King was 08. Or 08 I mean, maybe 08. that's part of why Diablo then did it, is they got sick of being raked over the coals for, hey, you know, it says Dance Studio on the back of your Lich King box. Right, It says right, Aerial that- Combat. They're like, all right, well, we're never going to do that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Because so, Jay was saying they they, they kicked it to, over to legal. It okay. being such a big thing. They didn't just snap, make a decision like, yeah, let's remove it. They're like, we want to remove it, but we should see if we're going to get into legal problems if we all of a sudden remove something. You're I th- also, and also dealing with real money. money. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Real money always changes things. But also, I just yeah. I just don't know. Uh, were fans ready to pounce on Blizzard and say, I can't believe you didn't include the real money auction house? Maybe they were. Maybe they would have. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some people were. Um, I was celebrating the moment they announced it was going away. Oh, it was like Vastly Christmas. Vastly improved that game. It was like Christmas when they announced that it was going away and that 2.0 loot thing saved that game. It took it from, why did you guys do any of this, to this is maybe my favorite video game of all time in like real quick fashion. So you should have done that from the get-go, guys. That was a bad idea. Which they admitted multiple times. They knew it was a bad idea. But that's an interesting rev- revelation. He also says he blames Activision execs for slowly eroding Blizzard with monetization practices of heroes uh, for Heroes of the Storm, etc. Um, yeah, I thought that was an interesting tidbit. It was just um, with the Activision acquisition, it really changed how the games were monetized. It didn't affect him because he was on the Diablo team as traditional box price. Yeah, but he mentioned Heroes in particular as being hounded constantly and pushed constantly. To make it a money fountain, you know, and yeah. there was a lot of 
bad blood about that. I imagine. I feel like it's a confirmation of things that a lot of people suspected all along. Right. You know, like I don't, I don't buy into the every time Blizzard ever did anything bad, it was because Activision, but I certainly do think that you can chart a trajectory of like, well, that's a weird move. That's odd. This seems a little outside of what they did. And I don't think it's hard to find a through line that that's probably Activision slowly getting its hooks in there. Yeah. My favorite thing that he did before leaving, I think it's the last thing he did, is he moved over to the WoW team and helped them uh, build out all the new combat animation stuff that came out, I think, with Warlords. I'm not sure which expansion it was, but it was like all new animations, just a beefier, meatier, especially with melee characters. That yeah. stuff just really vastly improved and bringing a lot of sort of Diablo experience and Heroes experience with him. And that was that was a really good ad. And then he left. And I wondered how long it'd be before we heard like this sort of thing from him, like just kind of a take, because I could tell it was bad. There was some bad blood there. Well, it's still early. At one point, because I listened, by the way, this video only has like 4,200 views. Like, I'm shocked it doesn't have more. People probably just read the headline and didn't watch the video. But it's actually a pretty interesting video. I didn't put it in the notes, but one of the things that was interesting about it was one of the producers there, not Jay Wilson, I can't remember his name, was dishing about his career history and about the transition from, at one point he says that, uh, back when World of Warcraft was making more money than the F or the CIA was selling crack, um, uh, you know <laughs> that 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 um, he uh, you know there was definitely like good people to work with and not so good people to work with. What he said, and then he started to go in, and then one of them's like, Are "You sure you want to talk about this stuff?" And mm. they're like, "Well, yeah. I mean, it's been seventeen years. Like, we should be able to talk about it." And the one the other guy's like, "Well, it's your dime." And I'm like, oh, and that didn't even sound like a Blizzard thing. That sounded like almost like to the point of, you know, they're all professionals still probably work in the game industry, slanders a thing or whatever, you know. So sure. it just had this tone of like, yeah, let's reel it in. Yeah. And I was like, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh. <laughs> give us the dirt. Give us that dirty yeah. dirt, Bo. We want it. Give yeah. The, so maybe grease. 17 years isn't enough, but I'm sure we're going to get some people in their 60s going like, sue me. You know, I'm going to tell, I want to tell my story, yeah. uh, you know, so maybe not quite yet, but I think Jay, Jay Wilson's one of those guys who's like, you know what, whatever, I'll just say what I'm going to say. So you'll get more out of him in the coming years. Probably yeah. probably get do a good book. Uh, he also said the panel overall talked about how the overtime was expected at the company. Uh, this is an interesting insight. Mike Morheim had a quote, Japanese corporate culture feel to things, you know, salary man, drink with the boys after work, that sort of thing. Yeah, compared to like Blizzard North, because when they folded Blizzard North and brought them in, it was like just a different, different like they, culture. Yeah. They worked, they were, the expectation was to work all the time, yeah. you know, to work overtime, to hang out with the people you work with, et cetera. Yeah, just live there, basically. And the, the next comment uh, is what? <laughs> well, it said here, Jay Wilson was worried he wouldn't get the job because he didn't work overtime and thought that it, re- uh, thought that it reflected good management. Damn, dude! Right? I'm like, yeah, that's what I think. You know, you know, good management skills or whatever. I mean, I'm not going to call Morheim a tyrant, but I do think he had an ethic that perhaps clashed with quality of life. Well, it's not hard to see. Like, I remember thinking that when I was there because when I got the tour of it, 
they show you all these things that are like not related to what would be doing your day-to-day job, yeah. right? Like here's our library and here's where we play Dungeons and Dragons and here's where we can watch these events while this is going on. And here's a here's a place to do this and do this and I went I want to go home at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to live here. Like it's cool that you have it and I'm not opposed to its existence, but like I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to play the game at Blizzard. I want to go home and play that game yeah. or maybe another game. Yeah. You know, like that's what I want to do. And I think that there's a lot of people that probably feel that way. And I think that there's a lot of people that, you know, uh, don't I think there's a lot uh, an old school mentality that's like you know like we're we're your second family or mm-hmm. some people probably think we're your first family yeah um but yeah I'm I'm kind of with Jay Wilson like uh, let me go home <laughs> like this is a, if we're properly managed and we're meeting our our quotas and we're doing what we need to do like get me out of here I don't want to go do other things yeah by the way it's the Scott Show and video now that guy on the right with the glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see when he turns his head? He's got the tiny little ponytail. I yeah, love that. It's cute. Look at that. Yeah, I love that. Like he's got, like, <laughs> it's like, all like a that's a, that's a that's a style. That's not just oh, I'm doing this today. This is every day. Like his hair's tied. And if I lose hair, I'm gonna. I, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah. That I, is- I'm gonna have no. If that, it all goes away, I think I'm still having that. That. I think I'm still going to do that. Do it, that man. Do Indiana it. Indiana Jones holding on to the edge of the cliff by a root. <laughs> it's a Jedi Padawan. <laughs> like it's a, it's a Anakin, you know, a little Anakin special. Yeah. That root will kind of pull out a little bit, though. Like he's really going to fall. Like that's a scene that sticks with you. So be like Indiana Anyways, Jones. I, I love that. But the one, the one other thing I want to comment. Sorry, I didn't put on the notes here, but um, uh, oh, no, I forgot. Shit. You don't remember what it was? I can't remember. It was just something else that they had said that was interesting that I, I meant to write down. Because I, I, I wrote some of it down, then I finished listening to it. It's a really good listen. I recommend it. Even if it isn't, there isn't that much juicy details in it. It really, they're dynamic the way they speak. It, it just really gives you a feel for like, just think, just, this. it's like one of the most insidery kind of looks without actually saying things sure. I found. Just sure. the conversation. It was I know him and they Chris praise were, a lot of stuff too, you know. But, him and Chris uh, were buddies, and there's probably tons of shared story there we're never going to hear. I would love to hear. I want to tell oh, all book out of Blizzard, and I don't want it for all the sensational reasons that people want it. I just want to know, like what what is the back end of everything we saw as as consumers of their games. I want to know. So I remember what it is because it relates to the Doomwad item we had, but Jay Wilson's like. He didn't really talk about where he went to school or what his like expertise and he's like basically the reason he got hired was because he made doom wads. Yeah. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that was his whole thing is he just made doom wads and he made them so good he got hired on at like 3D realms or something like that, you know, to start. That's great. It's like, yeah, I guess that's kind of how that all worked. I'm like, damn it, maybe I should have made more doom wads in my twenties. There was a lot of that going on in those days, and I remember there was a moment, just a moment in time where I thought, dude, I could make these maps all day. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Parlay this into yeah. a career or whatever. And a lot of people did, but uh, I don't know. I, was, I also had tiny kids right around the time that would have been, and uh, that made things hard. But There's a lot of things that's kind of like, a, you could, I think a lot of us could be good at a lot of things, given the devotion and encouragement, you know, and time. Like, that's the funny thing about life. A lot of, a lot of different lanes to pick from. Yep. Truth. Um, all right. Let's move on to uh, Batman Arkham. We talked about uh, the Batman games a second ago. Well, 
the Batman. founders are leaving Rocksteady, the makers of the Batman Arkham series, and also the upcoming um, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad Kill the Justice League game, which I'm very, I have high hopes for. I'm very excited about that game. But they're leaving, and they claim it's for a new adventure in gaming, which it sounds like everybody. A mobile game. Yeah, a mobile game. <laughs> a mobile adventure. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't throw me completely to hear that that's maybe what they're doing. But um, anyway, they are uh, uh, Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker are their names. They leave at the end of this year, and they're going to start something new. Um, they're that company's owned by WB Games, so it's it's will continue and we'll make games and is it's like blizzard you know i read this says we don't we've we don't want to make batman games anymore yeah. <laughs> like you know yeah. which is fine they, they've put in their time they've released yeah. like you know how many like it's you know how great. many have they and, done and, mainline they've done let's see arkham asylum then arkham city then they skipped with origins that was the other team that just did uh knights that just came out and then they came back with arkham knight knight arkham knight and then that's it and then this one. Yeah. And now this one. But though, but they're massive. Like they are massive games. You could argue. I, I you know what? I'll argue yes. it. Those guys single-handedly made uh, superhero games huge again. Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, they changed, they changed things. Yeah. Although they, I will say this. Here's my controversial hot take. Go. I think the uh, Arkham games are a downward slope in quality. Oh, I'm going to disagree hard. I mean, I really like all of them, but I think um, I also, well, first of all, I think Knight, Knights or Gotham, whatever the hell it is, Batman Knight, uh, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, yeah. I want to say Knights, but it's Knight, right? That's because Gotham Knights just came out. That's why. Um, that game doesn't get as nearly as much love as it deserves. It still looks insane. It's an amazing game still. That's a great game. Take I'm out. far more forgiving of that game than most people. I don't I think it's it. bad. I just think that Arkham Asylum is the best one they made. I think Asylum is special. City is is a is a fine. I, um, you know what? Asylum is pretty pretty freaking rad. It's contained. It's genuinely scary at moments. Yeah, oh yeah. It, yeah. it made you feel more connected to the space. Like City had cool ideas, but like who? you never really got a feel for the city and you were flying around with detective vision on half the time. So you never really got a good chance to really look at it and appreciate it. Um, like I, I would argue Arkham Knight actually did more for gaining an appreciation for how Gotham city looked than Arkham city did. Uh, but I would probably be about, eh, I'd probably have a debate as to what's better between night and city. Cause I do really actually like night, mm-hmm. but um, I think asylum is easily the best one of all of them. It's very, I, I, very good. Yeah. I think it's because asylum is a Metroidvania. Yeah. And the other two are open world games. Like, That's a good I point. Think, like Man. they look, they look the same, but the level design one is like, you need this item to progress and the, like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of that and secrets. So first one's a Metroidvania. The thing I don't like open world games. That's why Asylum's my favorite. Because City's like, I appreciate your Batman, you gotta fly around, but it's like it's a little too ridiculous, you know? And it just felt like time. Well, what I see that's why I like Night more than City, because I felt like Knight tried to bring back the Metroidvania part in the Mm. mission. So you would have open world, but then when you do a mission, you'd go into a building or a space and it became very Metroidvania in there for a for a Mm. time. Um, I didn't stick with it long enough. I yeah. played on Game Pass for maybe a few hours. I didn't really. I can't really judge. But and I like the car a lot. 
A lot of people don't yeah. like the card. I, yeah, I, I didn't stop playing because I didn't like it. It's just it was Game Pass. I was trying everything, so <laughs> moved on pretty quickly. Trying all the free games. That's when it launched. Yeah, 2015. Uh, but I think overall the games are well made. Like <laughs> your I think your point was they set a blueprint for like quality mar- like uh, superhero properties yeah. uh, for the modern era of gaming. Yeah, and I think that's true. Yeah, I so, mean, even the Spider, Spider-Man even these amazing games. Spider-Man games, they owe something yeah. to that. They use a lot of the same combat technique about the, you know, the, the parry and dodge, and like they they're amazing. But I don't know that they exist without the shadow of this. It's so good. Um, so yeah, uh, grats to them, I guess. Whatever they got going next, I hope it's uh, good for them. They both look healthy, <laughs> so uh, you know <laughs> they survived. Yeah, they, did it. they made good it job, through. Guys. They got a lot of money. They can do cool stuff. So, uh, so go for it. Um, all right. Oh, we have to laugh about typing GGEZ in Overwatch 2. What is this? Okay. So, the articles this week were about how there's a, a, a custom game in Overwatch 2 <laughs> yeah. called Sexual Harassment Simulator, which we don't need to talk about. It's been in there for years. It's not a good thing. But no. any, any public, you know, people are always doing dumb shit. It's just news because it's Blizzard. And yes, obviously it's reflects very bad on the company who's very sensitive about sexual assault and, and you know misogyny discrimination issues all that kind of stuff right yeah yeah but yeah. I, I didn't really want to th- i saw the article i didn't want to get into that but i did want to get into the gg easy thing because i thought there's like a dystopian big brother aspect to it but it's also awesome um you know so if you type uh, john because you haven't been playing overwatch if you type in gg easy it'll replace the text with I've been depressed lately, but I'm glad to be playing the game. Like yeah. it'll replace your text completely with something that makes you sound like a total wuss. <laughs> like you know, it, for, for a toxic, for a toxic masculine kind of person. Yeah, it's you know, it's like you know, uh, I, I'm trying to think of an example. It's just like, do you remember mine though? Mine is so sad. Type it more though, so, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, but it's a it, great it, way when somebody's like, "Hey, douchebag, tank, you suck. You should never play this game. Go and kill yourself or whatever." And and if you type that, and, and the words that come out are. I've I've smelled a flower on my way to my work today, and it changed my yeah. day. And you know, and it's and really, I I get it as a diffusing of things, but sometimes it makes you sound really sad, and they all just jump on you, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, def- <laughs> it, it, it so yeah. That's the thing is, it's they, it's it comes from a wide pool of text results, so it isn't just like the same sentence over and over again. So it's hard to tell if it's genuine or not. And when I'm playing games now, Scott could attest to this. I'm just writing them on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like whenever somebody's like, "You suck as a tank," I'm like, "I called my mom today, and we had a great conversation." Yeah, it's good. Both got some good ones. Right in there. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- I kind of you know, like doing like, my own. It's fun. It's uh, fun. Yeah, I lo- I lo- we've been making up our own, and um, I don't know. It's like I get that you could next level toxic it, but it, they're they're actually so well written that some of them. They're deflating. Like they're successfully deflating. Yeah. I don't know. It's- I think it. I think it works pretty well for what it's enti- uh, intended to do. But I end up turning so much stuff off. I don't do voice chat in game at all. I, I'll I'll Discord with you know Bo when we play, or whoever I'm playing with. But I won't do it in game uh, with randos. And I definitely will turn off if it gets real chatty, garbagey in there. I'll turn that off and just play. Yeah. Um, it's always and been it, true. It, this, thing, it, but, but it's be- and it's better than censors. Uh, Omega Nine says it's like Steam replacing bad words with hearts. It's it's no. It's like next level. Like when yeah. you're just like, guys, uh, I'm feeling down on myself. <laughs> it's like you know, it's just, it's like there's something. It just sucks the air out of the whole thing. 
And yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to go even harder on replacing stuff like that. Like, there's a part of me that's like freedom of speech. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like you're, why are you limiting my speech? But like, but they're not though. You know, you're just, no, they're not. But this is a hard thing about online. If I go to Starbucks and be like, uh, you know, poo in my face and they'd be like, <laughs> get out, sir. You know, like it's, but my free speech is like, we don't want you telling people you like asking people to poo on your face in our store. Like, it's their right to eject you from the place. So yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of a weird way of going about it. I mean, you could say, thing. Bo could say, he could go into a group and say, this tank is a piece of shit. Or he could say, I had a great talk with my mom today. Yeah. Either way, it didn't take away your right to say either of those two things. No. And nobody's going to let you be really bad in there. And like make personal threats or whatever, because then that's not free speech. That's that's crimes in progress. Uh, it depends, yeah. but you know the 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 laws is is it depends on which country. Well, no one's being issues. criminally punished. You're just no. being you know. No, no but, one likes to be controlled, especially I know more for you know Americans. You guys are founded on freedom and you value it highly. Yeah. Um. So, but anyways, it's just it's just notable because I don't think I've heard of that or seen that in any game in practice and yeah it's just but keep in it's mind incredible. it's a thing you can you you optionally type gGEZ and it says a thing it isn't them saying oh you said a thing we're going to replace what you said with this because we don't like what you that's not what's happening they're not taking yeah. away anything you say and if you get in trouble for saying something real shitty well that's on you <laughs> folks at I just wonder if they're gonna double down more like because they're using AI to figure things out so if an AI is smart enough to tell when you're being toxic and understand the context, you know? Yeah. Every time you say something shitty, you inadvertently say something lovely, nice, and self-deprecating. And, <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. I especially like that burp just now. That was good. I enjoyed that. Sorry. <laughs> no, that. no, no. I liked it. It made me think Big Spoon. Shine the light right on it. Big Spoon, cereal, boom. You're you're there. <laughs> A uh, ladle, really. More than a <laughs> yeah, ladle. I'm like sorry. Soup ladle. Yeah, look at that thing. <laughs> I love that thing. All right. Uh, moving on. Phil Spencer, not impressed with the metaverse. He doesn't like it. He doesn't think we're getting there. He doesn't think what's happening right now is actually adding to much. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He didn't. No, he didn't say that. Here's he what he says. He doesn't like it. He, he, do, said he says he doesn't he like it. It looks it, like a bad video game. Yes. And that. We're not there yet, yeah, which is he the says, same thing Bo has said about I, it. And I agree. Like, I agree 100%. He says that it's he criticizes the current version, whatever that means, of the metaverse as it exists today, saying this is not going to do it. I agree with him. It's not. Huh. They're baby steps. Right. Yeah, the tweet, like uh, Tom Warren has quoted him as saying, today it's a poorly built video game. Building. A- <laughs> wait, wait, did you just read this? Did I what? Did you just read this? Am I reading it again? No, no, no go ahead. Yeah, go read ahead. that part. Read it again. Build, read building You're reading a metaverse. the actual tweet instead of paraphrasing. So yeah. Building a metaverse that's like a living room is not how I want to spend my time. What I see in the metaverse world is that we're at the early stage. This will fall. I, I think poorly built video game is where you get like, well, that's... I mean, that that's like pretty extreme for a corporate CEO to be throwing bombs at another corporate CEO. Yeah, but product, he's not you know, wrong. Like, There's nothing about anything. No, he's say, not wrong. He's not wrong. But you know, they hedge their bets. They try to be as positive and constructive as possible, even in the face of like horrific crimes. Sometimes, you know, like it's. Uh-huh. I think it's it's pretty. Um, <coughs> it's it's typical Spencer honesty, of course. Yeah, and I like that. Or but you also, know, he, that he, that wholesomeness that he sort of has. But and he's not um, taking shots at games. He's not saying, "Hey, uh, Half Life Alex is garbage, poorly built." No, he's, he's not saying, saying Horizon that. Horizon Worlds is a poorly built. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, that, like Metaverse is, I think, you know, Facebook's 
I think it's Horizon Worlds is what it's called. Yeah, that's their version of whatever I, they. I read this as re- referring to that, yeah. uh, in particular, yeah, and I not agree. VR chat, for example. Um, <laughs> he even it was a see companies works. It was a, I was trying to see if they said they said something about the first real credible metaverse is probably Fortnite. Um, but it's that's again, it's a definition that's still I don't know about definitions yet about yeah. Because I'm like, you can't have a metaverse without VR. Come on now. Well, I think you can. But I think that's it's the probably problem. one of those dumb arguments that I'm initiating. You know, like it's just like it's well, that's the problem. Nobody right? knows what metaverse. You know, exactly. Word. Exactly. You just said it. That's exactly. In, in my right. in my head, it's like it's VR mandatory, but not everyone thinks that. No, you know, but uh, Zuckerberg does. You and he are right on the same page there. Yeah, but I don't. You, you know. can go hang out with Zuckerberg. Yeah, wouldn't you want that? No, 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 no. I like I, what I'm saying is it's a dumb argument. I'm not with Zuckerberg. I'm not going to that. <laughs> yeah, like, no, get me away. I, uh, I don't know why, yeah. but I just have this irrational need to distance myself from Mark Zuckerberg. Thanks. A, lo- a lot of us do. It'll blow you. doesn't give out. a Zuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this is interesting. You know. We'll stay, we'll stay in Microsoft territory for a second because uh, they say they may have to raise prices, according to Phil Spencer again, but not before the holidays. So Sony adjusted prices upward. Games have been adjusting prices upward, and uh, didn't Nintendo? I can't remember. Yeah, can't remember Nintendo did anything, but the Meta Quest Two got bumped a hundred bucks. Um, it seems like everything in this space is getting a price increase, and they have notably been a little bit quiet on that front, but have said they may have to, but not before this year is up. So that's good, right? Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's nice to be able to say to people like, "Hey." you know, holidays, we're going to be sticking through. Um, here's what to expect. Yeah. Uh, the other little side note is that uh, Game Pass is finally turning a profit. We've hit that. We've hit that point, folks. Yeah. It's making money, which probably means it's not making a ton of money yet. But um, well, it's apparently dealing in the billions, but it's <laughs> that the- kind of tells you what kind of money they're throwing yeah they're 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 and the the fact that they're profitable already is actually kind of impressive for how quickly they got there because nobody everyone knew that was a lost leader thing for a long time um yeah like what i want what i hope doesn't happen is i don't think game pass i think game pass that the fact that it's finally making money actually bodes well for it staying kind of where it is and not increasing for the services but I could see hardware going up. Everybody's kind of had to deal with that. PlayStation 5 got raised in a lot of regions, not here yet. But in a lot of places around the world, they it's all blamed, and, and rightly so in a lot of cases, to chip shortages, inflation, consoles, cars, other machines, just more expensive. Uh, silicon you know, manufacturing got slowed way down. It's all kind of catching up, but prices are up. There's a lot of greed, too. Some greed, you know? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think 90% mm-hmm. of inflation is greed. But that's a different topic for probably a different show. Um, anyway, Game Pass, uh, as you said, is already profitable, accounting for about 15% of total Xbox revenue. And, uh, you know, they could raise that price maybe, but the manufacturing price on the consoles has gone up, so they have to probably respond. So we'll see. Um, they're having a good time right now, though, so I don't feel like they feel like they're in the rush that everyone else might be in. And they've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline, so we're probably going to be okay. For a while, so I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, get your Series X now, okay? Get that now. Yeah, get it if you're interested. Or Although, lock you know, into it's the, funny with, with the value proposition. The number of people who have like maybe get a console that I've tried to pitch this to, well, a lot of people not interested in it. Yeah, yeah. Like 
I'm sure Microsoft's fine and they're doing all the numbers, but it's just also shocking how people will still prefer Switch and PlayStation. Not shocking, but you know. Well, it's not a, it's not the absolute slam dunk sometimes I think it is. I guess is what I'm trying to say. You sure. Know, it's like Sure. They're doing really well. Games, they're certainly like, cutting into it and they're certainly doing things that make Sony publicly nervous. They keep saying things that make that pretty clear, but um yeah, I mean it's still it's still competition. It's still you know, it's still really cool to have a I PlayStation. I wonder if I wonder if this is a long-term strategy or not. I I don't I wonder when we have these conversations now, I'm like, is Game Pass a thing in five years, in ten years? You know, is it like good now, but does it have a expiration date? I think the, that's the where the VR question comes in. Mm. VR seems like it's on the precipice of being something everyone could digest, but there's still a lot of resistance. So it's like, which way do you? If you're if you're investing in the future of console gaming, what are you doing? It, like everything's kind of plateaued. Your graphics cards are pretty close to current gen pc offerings like where what's the path ahead yeah the path ahead maybe i think microsoft that's that's the big difference between sony and microsoft microsoft has money to see to wait and see or to build Mm -hmm. out and and hope for the best and and lose money sony doesn't have the same pockets they're not this deep so you know they they are good in the uh, like the I don't know what their relationships or business are, but they make TVs and stuff, right? So they, I think that's where the VR headset makes sense because sure they can use their manufacturing of the expertise to make that, and then like make that an enticement. Like to your point, like they they have to add a novelty product onto the Xbox uh, right. to the PlayStation, right. where Xbox is like, man, eh, Xbox is good enough as it is, you know, like yeah, no no connect this go around, I guess. Yeah, you please. Know? No more connect, please. Unless it's amazing, then maybe I'll take one. But so far, yeah. connect is dumb. <laughs> I like that you close, you slam that door shut only to immediately reopen yeah. it again. Unless like, it's cool. No more connect ever. <laughs> unless it's good. Unless it's so, good. <laughs> well, that's like anything. I don't want it unless it's good. How about that? <laughs> yeah, if it's good, funny. I want it. If it's not, forget it. Uh, Disco Elysium. This is our final story of the day before we take our break. Uh, the author, Robert Kurvitz. His company filed lawsuits against ZAUM, which is the parent company who made, who, who I guess made the game. Are they the devs? Okay, hang on. I, I can untangle this. Please, because okay. it's confusing so as hell. I think, I, th- I don't, I'm not, not 100% sure of everything I'm saying, guys. If you're part of the pre-show, okay. you might get some stuff wrong. Let's just establish that, all right? Yeah. I believe Kurvitz, the fictional world that this takes place in, wrote a book prior to a game ever getting made. Correct. Then some artists got together, called their collective the ZAUM Collective. Then there was a notion to make a video game, and the company making the video game was ZAUM. Yeah. As well. Then they guess they had angel, not angel, but they had investors who took over proprietary shares. It's another company, Telomer, maybe, or something like that is the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Telomer invested. And then Telomer is the one pulling the strings on the company ZAUM. And so the people who were the founders of the ZAUM collective left and disbanded the collective, but ZAUM, which is run, I I assumed owned by by Telomer, still had the Disco Elysium IP and the copyright. But I don't think they signed good contracts. Like, it could have been verbal agreements and shit. Like, you know, this is indie game making. They might not have done all the business right. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why they're suing is because this guy's like, this is my fictional world. I own the copyright, not the company. So I get to say, you know, 
if it gets exploited, or it might just be to preserve his right to continue making works in his universe and the company can make games in the universe, like something like that. But it's a real hairy mess. (laughs) And all I wanted to say about this is like, I just hope whoever's in the right gets, you know, the justice is served in this conflict, right? Mm. You know, if the, whatever that might be, if it's the author that should retain his control, then he should be give it to him. And I hope we get more games from another good game, whatever that might be, whether it's a new world or the same world. I hope those two things happen. I agree. But yeah. um, to finish things out, I just want to do a quick rest in peace to a veteran of the industry. Sega veteran Rico Kadama uh, passed away. This uh, mm-hmm. news just dropped. Uh, longtime game developer credits include Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Star, Skies of Arcadia. Uh, she had a really great run over at Sega. She was only 58. We don't know the details of her death because um, they haven't been released. But uh, let's see. I guess in the new Sega Genesis Mini 2, they updated the firmware to have a uh, a memorial message for her. And that thing just came out. So it's shipping nice. now. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. I want that, by the way. That new one looks awesome. Anyway, uh, Alex Kidd's another one she worked on. Fantasy Star is huge. She did some graphic design early in the 80s. Anyway, uh, rest in peace. She was she was great. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, dear Martha, we got a magazine review for you folks. Yes, that's right. So stick around for that and some news in that regard. I'm going to send some cool stuff to, pay, to patrons soon, and we'll uh, detail that in a minute. We'll talk about our games we played. Much more. We're back, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there. It is time for us to do a little Dear Martha. Yeah, that's right. If you've heard it before, it's uh, John doing a thing. And, uh, John, you want to explain this so that uh, the listeners know what we can expect? Uh, Well, I'm going to read a letter. Yeah. (laughs) I really should have vamped that, considering I realized in that moment I didn't have the letter open. (laughs) But I did now. So in telling you that I didn't, I bought myself enough time. No, there's nothing special about this one, just the usual music. I think you can figure out the image cues. Uh, for this uh, this very old magazine sounds good, and this is another magazine review. You guys demand more of it. We bring it to you. We don't we don't hold back. See, this is me delaying while I pull up the images to make sure they're ready to go. Here uh-huh. we go. See, look at that. Look uh, at the way we delay to help one another out. It's is this, truly a collaborative effort. Is this, this thing podcast. called? Wait a minute. Yeah, it's called what you think it's called. Wow. All right. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't expect that. I thought I, I don't know what I thought it would. I, I, I thought that was maybe a page inside of it, but this is amazing. All right, we're going to talk all about it. It'll make sense to you in a second. Here you go. My dearest Martha, I know I typically stick with the classics for these letters. Your EGMs, Game Pros, Nintendo Powers. But this week I am writing to you about a much lesser known 80s magazine called Vidiot. The fourth and penultimate issue in their five-magazine run from June-slash-July of 1983. The cover of the magazine features a tremendously large Darth Vader fighting against the USS Enterprise. <laughs> he hold on, hold on. Can I, oh, you know what? I'll, save it, I'll save it for the end because I have a very big question about this. But go ahead. Continue. Sorry. He dwarfs the Enterprise, Martha. I cannot overstate just how large this space Vader is. He's Death Star big. Go back far enough and almost everything becomes novelty. This magazine is full of it. 
video games, or as this magazine typically refers to any form of video entertainment as just video, have, haven't exploded yet. And as such, magazines like this are still a bit niche. The pages padded out with music video reviews, the length, a at-length discussion about Dick Clark and David Cronenberg, <laughs> reviews of the best cassette decks money can buy, and more. I mean, take this page, where they're wacky pictures of places they found they can play video games. I mean, just imagine how crazy it is. Oh, that's not it. Did I forget a page? I think you forgot a page. Oh, no. I, I forgot a page. I see three pages. That's all I got. Two There's page. a fourth page. Oh, no. Right. Give me a fourth page. Throw it I, in there. I don't have time. We're just going to have to use theater of the mind. All right, go. I, I'll describe it. Go. I mean, take this page where people are playing <laughs> video games in wacky places they've found. Just imagine how crazy it would be if you could play a video game while getting your hair done. The picture indicates a woman sitting in a hair salon with a TV sitting on a roller chair in front of her chair. In an elevator. <laughs> the picture depicts somebody in an elevator with a full arcade cabinet in the elevator with them. Wow. Or in the bathroom. The wow. picture depicts a man playing an arcade cabinet in the men's room right in front of the urinal. Mm. Now, you can not only play games in all these places, but you can also spend an entire paycheck or two while you're at it. Best value. One other interesting thing of note, this magazine featured Star Wars versus Star Trek. And flipping through the issue, it wasn't hard to find the two-page write-up on the Star Trek arcade game. But I flipped through the magazine four times before I finally found the Star Wars game that inspired Galaxy Vader on the cover. It's less than a page about the forgotten Atari game Jedi Arena, where you literally just waggle a sort of lightsaber at a training remote. It's hard to find a great ad on this magazine, because there aren't actually very many. Maybe that's why this is almost the last issue they ever published. The few that do exist, though, are almost exclusively for joysticks, either repair or sale. It was apparently the whole market. But then, there was also this. It's not exactly an ad, so much as a picture of Gene Simmons, and the magazine implying that if you like Gene Simmons, then you like video games via proxy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we had to try and sell this hobby to people, Martha? Before we just started being gatekeepers trying to decide who was in and who was out? What a time. That's it for this letter, Martha, and almost it for Vidiot. A magazine that was perhaps ahead of its time. But I will thank my lucky stars each and every night that the all-encompassing term video never caught on. Do you video? Maybe hit up some video after school. <laughs> I was into video before you were born. Yuck. Yours in time, S. Beckett, 83. Oh, man. All right, that was amazing. So I got questions. Is it possible that this is a very small Enterprise and a normal-sized Vader? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, look at you. You're twisting it. Yeah, this they shrunk the <laughs> He's Enterprise getting attacked down. by a tiny little model. Yeah. <laughs> this it's is coming hard, at him. It's hard to tell. on the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to tell because he's in outer space, so scale is 
you know, yeah. is that a big star system behind him? Is that a little nebula? It's hard to know. And for those who don't know, this was a publication uh, from from Cream magazine, which was known for yeah. music coverage and stuff. Um, so this would have been, you know, they, they were kind of Rolling Stone for the era. And Rolling Stone also existed, existed then, but Cream was all about music and stuff. And uh, I didn't know they had this offshoot. This is complete news to me that this existed. And I got to say, like, the cover doesn't look old, weirdly. No, the cover is great. Yeah. I mean, other now than the, the inside. Yeah. <laughs> the inside's got the problems. In, the inside's old. Yeah. No, There's no doubt about it. Yeah. You, you can't get past it. Nope. There's no getting <laughs> around on it. the inside. I can't believe this third-party and television controller, this, the skill stick. That's just the dumbest sounding thing I've ever heard. All right. I'm trying real quick to save the picture for just because I do think people should see it. I described it, um, but I do think people should at least get to see the novelty. Like they were asking for pictures Mm. of, hey, can you send in pictures of you playing video games in unorthodox places? Like how wild would that be? Hey, Um, and uh, I have it. Here it comes. Coming through to you right now. Now. Coming in, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Oh yeah, look at this. Jeez Louise. <laughs> this is how you know this is how you know this is a cream publication because this looks oh, like something geez. we do. This is so stupid. Places we'd like to play video games. Yeah. Look at that. Who says you have to quit playing games to take care of your other activities? This beauty even plays uh, at the hair salon where she gets her looks frizzled and her brain frazzled. Man. That makes me want to die. I don't like it. Oh, this guy in the bathroom. Since it's a little difficult to play games outdoors, this health freak still likes to go as close to nature as possible if you catch our drift. Oh, my God. Wow. John, these are all, these are gold. I love that you do these. Uh, if you like John's picks and stuff, let us know. We'd love your feedback. Uh, send us emails. Talk to the core at gmail.com. Now it's time for this. games we played this week yeah that's right um i wanted to just mention we don't have a lot to say except we've been playing a bunch of games but overwatch 2 continued uh, to be a great attraction for me this week uh bo as well we like this game overwatch 2 is great john should play but until he does we'll just have to hold the banner it's fine he's not gonna he's not gonna he spoilers it's not gonna happen I, I feel like you've said that about Fortnite before so i, I i'm just saying i'm holding out hope yeah, but I couldn't really say that I don't play Fortnite because I did play Fortnite. That's true, you did. But you also played Overwatch. You just haven't played Overwatch 2, I guess. Yeah. Hey, good news. It's a lot like Overwatch 1 with a few key key differences. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm not yeah. interested. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're having a ball in there. And um, Bo and I talked briefly about uh, having a shit list of characters that had really nothing to do with them in particular, except they they left a mark on us over time. Is, am I saying that right? Like, like, like I don't know, mark. but you a said shit, and then you start talking about leaving a mark, and I, I feel like the analogy <laughs> is, is finally mark. working for for me. Now. It is working. It's like a skid mark over our faces because we were missing. So, for example, uh, Bastion was taken out of the game and got reworked a little bit because he was being exploited and was too strong. So he wasn't around for a bit after launch, and then showed up again on the twenty seventh. Uh, to no, I'm sorry, it was supposed to be the twenty seventh, but they actually did it a couple days ago when they put the Halloween update in. And he's back in. He's very fun, by the way. His the, his new kid is actually quite fun. Um, but he's he goes down as a very early kind of like you're, he was a pain in the ass in those early days. And I still think of him that way. Bo mentioned 
Who who's the one that you really really got to you? What was it? Somebody who was just like what brings, Torbjorn? Was it Torbjorn? Just brings back oh nightmares. like now or just like like, like legacy like ones. the legacy stuff like the you know the legacy talking, ones are like you know six Torbjorns right like just and Torbjorn in general just how cheap is it to have a turret and just walk around yeah current day the one that's pissing me off is Moira no yeah. aim <laughs> I can't aim good let me play Moira and just <laughs> like every competitive match has this one support playing Moira just because it's Moira. Yeah, and I don't, you know, and when you get killed, it's like she just has her hand out. You just hold. There's no ammo. You just hold the button down. Are you near me? Are you near me? Oh, there you go. There's some damage for you. I get mm-hmm. to look cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just find, I just find, you know, I get aggravated. But she's she's frustrating. And in the right, everyone hand. else has got to aim and do do tricks, and she just got to stand around and you yeah. know throw a ball. And in her in her, I mean, in the right hand, she's deadly and horrible. Um, yeah, that's the problem. I yeah. mean, it would be great if she sucked and that, you know, but it's it's like reward for low skill and it's kind of That's true. You know. And then we legacy tacked on May because May can eat a chode. She's, yeah, May is part of the legacy shit list cuz she still plays the same way she did back then and it's mm-hmm. basically when you've given up. I I I my I said it was the equivalent of equivalent of just sitting on the couch in your boxers watching infomercials and eating ice cream mm-hmm. like that. Like I can't aim, I can't do anything here. Let <laughs> me just spray and press Q every now and then. No, that checks out because I love May. Yeah, I yeah. bet you did. <laughs> that's why she's great. I she's mean, that's trolling. why they're in the game is to make an even playing field for the people who want skill and the people who won't. It's just you get salty when you get killed or owned by one. You're yeah. like, yeah. I've got a as Soldier seventy six. I got to put my cursor on the head of the enemy enough times for you to die, and then you're just like, Shh, chill out. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. why i like her because she makes people mad yeah. Yeah. she's so like true. just she running forward and all of a sudden there's a damn wall in front of you and then you can't move like it's all things that piss people off and the, the worst place in hell are reserved for those people that are good at shooting and snipe with the icicle button oh man i know because they're also they're good at all the other stuff which is like this weird mix of crowd control and um just the right timing on your cooldowns and that stupid wall is so damn trolly and then you mm-hmm. do all of that, and you're good at headshotting me after you've frozen me. F off, man. Yeah. F off. Yeah, man. The wall I can live with. But I just I hate the sh- I hate the no, the no aim options. Honestly, <laughs> it's like let's play a shooter, you know. And like, okay, maybe you don't shoot, then you have melee. Great, but those like Symmetra, Moira. No See, aim I kind sprays. of like that they're in the. They frustrate me from a perspective of they, I hate when they kill me, but I kind of like that they're in there at, from a from the MOBA perspective. That the sure. game feels more like a MOBA than ever. I feel like there's room. I like that there's room for these weird things. And I feel like Reinhardt's one of those. He's not really shooting ever. No, he's great. You, you have a disadvantage. You forego aiming so that you only hit things in front of you. Yeah. Like that's, it seems fair. Winston, I don't mind either. You know, it's like, yeah, it's electricity. He doesn't have to aim, but it's, he doesn't do much else. And it, if, when you're playing Winston, it feels like it takes forever for everything to die. So, yeah. but when I play Moira, I don't feel like it takes forever. Maybe it's just damage tuning. That's all it is. Yeah, and but, I think they've um, got some coming. Everybody's talking yeah. about hers being OP right now. So. Yeah, Moira's super on my shit list. But yeah, May is like that. And then I guess Bast- Bastion's actually harder to play than he looks. Yeah. He looks easy when you're getting owned by him. You're like, oh, look at that. Just transform him. Yeah. But he actually gets blown up pretty easily. Just, yeah. 
He's, I, got, he's, I got better against him through the night. We were playing. When I now. play Bastion, I die a lot. When the enemy plays Bastion, they get play of the game and all the kills. That's <laughs> like, what Bastion feels like. Yeah. Well, he's back, and so is Torbjorn in competitive as well as uh, everything. And I think Junker Town is back, or Junker Town, Junker Town, Junk Town, whatever it is, the map that they took out of rotation, along with a couple others, and then they made it. They put in all their Halloween shit, so it's yeah. real good. She's right awesome. Now. She's on the good list. Someone in the chat room said. I play Brigitte because I can't aim. That's fine. Oh, playing a great. character. She's great. And it's a skill shot to hit the, the retractable mace. She's great. Yeah, she's Love awesome. Brigitte. I don't think she's I don't think she belongs on the shit list. I think there's um just a ton of fun to be had in there right now and I'm I'm super hooked on it. So Overwatch yeah. two, you you got it. And, and Wrecking Ball not on the shit list. It's a troll pick, but Wrecking Ball also is very ineffective he's, you know he's maybe great, in the yeah. right hands he's amazing but yeah he's amazing you know, in the right he's, hands. he's not that bad he doesn't you know there's a traversal thing going on with him in the right hands that is uh, it, it is a sight to behold when that dude is like everywhere you know, yeah you can you can you can stay alive a long time and motor around and be annoying but yeah. you know during key moments when the team needs a tank he's not that great at it no so. it's not his best thing excitement. His voice is the best in the game. Though. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't be. I can never be mad at Hammond, even if he's on the enemy team. It's yeah, fine. it's hard not to like him. Um, all right, let's talk about Marvel Snap. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Here, let's let's help. No, I'm not going to play that music again. Or maybe I will. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm no, not that's, that's it. So bad. That's it. Like, uh, let's go solve. Uh, let's go uh, rob a <laughs> super high tech bank. I expect Tom Cruise to be walking out for some Mission Impossible. That's what you want. Yeah, exactly. It's not Um, not Marvel music. So you guys, uh, I'm playing very, I'm playing, but I'm playing very casually. I'm not feeling rushed at all. I'm playing a a game here or there, then I'm not, and then I'm coming back to it. And I'm I'm just sort of, I'm not going crazy. But you guys are hardcore. And um, I'd like to throw the ball to you for mostly for this conversation. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's yeah, talk John first. John, you say you hate good. the event. Why? I thought the event seemed kind of cool. You don't, you don't like what it is there? fun, but like, here's the problem. So there was a previous event um, where you were going to see, and the way they do events in, in Marvel snap, I mean, I'm sure there are other types of events, but they do a thing called featured map where it's like, it's still not a guarantee that you're going to see the place, but it's far more likely it's going to appear in more games than not. And they did one for Comertage, and it was the worst match to the deck I was currently playing with. And I, I finally caved, and I was like, all right, I'll build a deck around this. Mm. And I made one, and I fell in love with the deck. I was like, oh, so good. I love this deck so much. It's amazing. Um, and then I made oh, another tiger. deck just for no other reason. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and uh, I made, I made a deck for no other reason except I really like my carnage card and i wanted a deck where i destroy other cards and get stronger and so i made one of those and so then this new uh this new event came out which is uh bar serious is the location sinister bar sinister or bar sinister that's right that's this one i got right (laughs) yes yes (laughs) and uh yeah so bar sinister is the new event and i was just i felt like i had just deck built for a for a thing and i didn't want to do it again Mm-hmm. And I tanked my ranking by stubbornly being like, no, they can change, not me. I'm playing the deck I just made that I want to play. And I I lost game after game after game after game. And was just it got to the point where I was like too far in now 
And I'm like, no, it has to change, not me. And then I sort of caved. I went back to my uh, Comertage deck and started winning. Mm. And it turns out that deck was really strong. But that deck also had a character in it. Um, I had Scarlet Witch in my deck. So the meta was very much like people building these weird decks specifically to take advantage of Bar Sinister. So I would just drop Scarlet Witch on turn two on it and get rid of the location. Yep. It, it, and yeah, that's great. That was incredibly fun and satisfying. Yeah. Storm, to do. Storm is another one as well. So hmm. uh, I, I enjoyed the hell out of that. Yeah, you start off saying like it was bad, but then it sounds like the the end of the story is a positive one. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. it turns out it's still just as fun to mess with people. And like, as much as I was like, I don't want to lean into this, I'll just turn it off. I can't tell you the amount of times where just to be shitty, I would play, um, oh, what's his name? The guy with the arrow from Guardians. Oh, uh, the, uh, oh uh, Yondu. 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 You do quad Yondu. <laughs> where I would play yeah. Yondu on like turn one. one just to take out a bunch of their cards. I don't know if that ever won me a hand doing that i think it might have a couple times but it's just such a troll move to do to just take so many cards out of their mm-hmm. potential card list it's that good I if you see, i couldn't resist it if you see one of their combo pieces once you because there's a met like there's a new meta because of the location so like blue marvels you know you start zipping blue marvels and night crawlers and and odins and and, and onslaughts you're like then you can embol- it emboldens you you're like oh their combo pieces are getting wrecked this is great yeah yeah um, um so, yeah so, i i so locations you like or no no like i like it i yeah. i think it's yeah. a smart move for the game it is i just got i i tanked my ranking being cranky is the problem and i've probably only just now caught back up to where i was like I feel like I dropped like five ranks. Maybe you don't retreat enough. Getting back there, Maybe I don't. don't. Uh, well, yeah. no, I don't, and like I also just lost a lot of games. Um, but I, I have found that the snap mechanic, because the one thing I don't like is on reveal decks. I feel like are very prone to getting people to retreat because mm. they see it coming. They're yeah. like, oh, he's playing a lot of these on reveal cards. I think he's going to drop an Odin. I'm going to lose. So I climb a lot slower than I drop because I feel like with unrevealed decks, you hold on to hope a lot longer. Yeah. You're like, oh no, this could really turn out good for me at the end. And then they've snapped and, and you're like, oh, yeah. shit, get backfired like- at the last second. Yeah. Um, whereas they see it coming and they're like, oh no, I'm out of here. So I feel like I'm consistently losing between four, uh, you know, two, four, maybe even eight when I lose. And I'm only ever gaining two as i progress so it's yeah. been a slow climb uh, it, it, as i figured it, it out it is like such a genius part of this game um it is a lot like poker in that like bluffing and subterfuge and trapping is part of how you extract the cubes out of the enemy you know like because you can lose seven games and win an eight point game and you're technically your plus ev you're ahead if you you know what i mean like yeah it doesn't matter how many you lose or how many times you fold a bad hand um so long as your your winnings outpace your losses right so you know a game like hearthstone it's like you're just measured on your wins and losses a lot of in the way the game works Mm -hmm. so i just find it yeah i like that you're describing it it's fun that's been my experience as well it's just uh you know you you don't just think what's a good deck how does it work together but 
how does it, you know, how do I trap my opponent into thinking they're winning, Mm -hmm. but really I'm winning? The the most satisfying thing is they snap, they snap too early, and you're like, yeah, bitch, why are you snapping so early? Like, (laughs) like you just, and then you get to turn five, and you're like, snap, (laughs) and you snap back because you know you got the nuts, and uh, and they lose. That's the best feeling. That's awesome. I'm. Yeah, I need to. I need to play. I'm not. I'm not going to play it at the level you guys are because I just. I don't know. I just don't feel as driven to do it. But I like. I like that you found this thing and it's on mobile and John's playing it and it's on mobile. You know. Yeah. I I would say like for the first like while I don't know how much you've played for the first while I didn't really care about rank until on the Cameratage event I went from rank forty to rank eighty. Um. So I had a really good White Tiger Odin. I think I just probably played more than you. Um, oh yeah, but, I I got into it. I made that deck way late. I think I only had like a couple hours to play that event yeah, between, the, and I was like, oh man, I really missed my opportunity because this deck. I went from during the Comertage event like losing most of the time uh, in the early days, or you know maybe like a fifty fifty to I made the new deck for it, and all of a sudden it was like. I won 90% of the games. I was like, yeah, oh, I yeah. should be stomping this thing. I play, I started right at, it was randomly. I didn't realize this was going to be a thing at like 11 PM Eastern on Saturday night. And I was like, Oh shit. What if I built a deck that could take advantage of this? Mm. And like after a few iterations, an hour or two of playing, I figured out white tiger Odin. I saw someone else only with it. That's part of how you learn. You're like, Oh shit, I got to do that. And then I played till probably four in the morning on Saturday last week. And like, you know, and then I got up, I didn't sleep very much. I got up, you know, uh, six, seven hours sleep and I'm like back at it. There's like 24 hours of this event and I just ground out games all day. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm really hooked on this game. It's so good. Like yeah, I need my got, life back. Like, got I like this hard. game a lot. Uh, so yeah. real quick though, you spent like 50 bucks or something. What was the deal? Okay. So my total spend is I bought the Captain America pack twice because I accidentally made two accounts. Because <laughs> um, Steam logs you into the Steam account and then didn't log into my phone account, which is via Google. So, anyways, um, so that's eight bucks there. I bought eight bucks. I'm going to go by Canadian numbers. It's eight, like four dollars a pop, I think. Mm. Um, I bought the season pass, thirteen ninety nine. So that puts me to eighteen. And then I bought, um, I think, like the sixty dollar, sixty nine, something like the not the biggest gold pack, but the second biggest. Cause, you know, I just want, I got, I, I started to get to the Ding Desert. I got suckered a little bit. I got to the Ding Desert and said, I'm not buying this for cosmetics. I just want to have the collection of cards. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was a, pools at that point. Yeah. I was very ignorant. Um, So I just want to make sure I have all the cards. The cosmetics, I'm, I like them. I'm going to try and live without them. But I don't mind, 80 bucks is nothing for a TCG. I'm like, this is great. I bought it and I started leveling up and then I learned about pools and then I was like, oh, maybe I don't want to level up my collection. And then I found out collection levels, the Ding Desert gets worse and worse with each tier of play. Um, So in pool one, it's like every level you get some uh, card. I don't care about the other rewards. It's like every two levels you get a card, then every four levels, that's doable. Then it turns into every four levels and then it turns into every eight and then every 12 levels. Right now I'm at eight, but as soon as I hit pool three, I'll be at 12. And then not only are you at 12, it is no longer a guaranteed card. It's a loot crate. It could have 50 credits in it or a new card. And I was mm. like, oh, wait a second. And I did some research and <laughs> talked and Brian Ibbett's the one who confirmed it for me to get the full base card collection. He had to be collection level 
3000 it's in the 2500 to 3000 range so i'm like that's a lot of money if i'm doing this by cash hit the brakes like whoa don't be spending money to speed it up this isn't worth it brian that you said was been playing in beta for months he's played it since beta day one yeah uh, and he's had that much time to accumulate so you know even if you do spend so my total spends about close to 100 you know and i'm like it's a little pricey uh, AAA style, but I think I'll be playing this game for a long time. So no regrets on that. I'm just glad I caught. That's why I say that's why I'm glad I caught the trickery because I feel like had I had all the information up front, had I been responsible, mm-hmm. or had the company, you know, they obfuscate with all these different credit. That's a tactic that they do. So if the company had informed me up front, I probably wouldn't have bought. Sure. Which, of course, the game company wants to make money. They're not going to yeah, do. Yeah, they're not going to. And yeah. I was uh, so I claimed some irresponsibility on my part, but I don't regret it. Hundred bucks is fine. But uh, for anyone listening, I definitely recommend <laughs> if you're thinking about purchasing to mainly only purchase probably for the cosmetic. Like the gold is better spent at this point just buying cosmetics. If you like the game and think you're going to play it for a long time. I have like 3000 credits just stored up and stuff right now. So it's, right. you know, I think the, the initial pass, like the captain America thing, I don't know how long they're going to offer that for, but I think that's fine. Um, I also think that the season pass, I, I think it's unfortunate. You can't buy the season pass with gold or if there is a way they, they did not make it readily apparent where mm-hmm. that is what I did. Um, I think the season pass isn't bad as far as rewards and things like that. And having extra quests to, you know, work towards if that's something that you find fun in the game. So I actually think both those purchases are kind of okay. I, I would say that if you're looking to get in willing to pay money, but not wanting to pay a lot, I think those would be the two purchases I would go with is consider buying the season passes when they happen, they run for a period of time. So it's not going to be a constant purchase sort of deal. And uh, I do think that that initial buy-in value is okay. Mm. Um, But, you know, I I definitely, I said it when I was first playing the game. I was like, this is really cool. I really like leveling up my card and getting the, as dumb as they are, like as memeable as the like, frame break, 3D, Mm. animated. Like as dumb as all that is, like it is fun and it, it happens a lot in the beginning. And I think I said when I was playing like, boy, it's going to really suck when you start unlocking these and you can't do the upgrade. And I'm in, I'm at that point and it does suck. It did diminish the game experience for me. Not enough that I stopped playing, but you do notice it and you go, man, it was so much more fun when I got these and I could unlock them and make the those early, those early moments. They really heap the dopamine uh, response on you and they do it frequently and it feels great. Like it's a very, very welcoming on ramp for new players, this game. Um, And that's why it's been fascinating to follow you guys to kind of see where you start. Bo, you know, I think Bo coined the term ding desert. I don't know if anyone else. Yeah, that's, that's me. If you start, if other people start using it, just remember it started here. Yeah, I'm. That's why sometimes Bo says things got stolen from him that I do not agree with. But if other people start saying "ding desert," I think that we'll is one hundred percent stolen from Bo. Maybe stolen from someone who stole it from Bo, but that is a that from is us. A no, no, I'm. Look, I, I get things wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I'm like. 95% sure this is an original thing that I didn't see somewhere else. I've never heard anybody in our circles. I've dealt with MMOs forever. Ding is an MMO term. I don't think I've ever heard it 
I know I have never Ding heard Desert, of Because ding, dinging's fun, right? Level yeah. one, level two, level three. And then you're playing Wrath of the Lich King and you're trying to get to level 114 and it takes like years, you know, comparatively. It's yeah, like, oh I've never God. heard anyone say it, but you, you get full the, credit, the, I think. You're looking for that oasis. Which desert. is impressive, by the way, because the internet is hard in this regard. You're not, you, you don't get credit, or it's hard to find anything new. I think Bo coined something new if someone takes it. We're going after I mean, him. All I think lawyers. the internet is doing itself. <laughs> I mean, get your I, lawyers. <laughs> I think the internet is doing itself a disservice uh, for not, uh, you know, ha- giving us more listenership. They're really missing out. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we need we we need to give the gift of ourselves to more people on the internet. I agree. Uh, I think they would. I think they would find yeah, good things to enrich their lives in the gaming space. Well, we got a we got a bit of a gift from Tentacle Time Eternal is his name. Uh, he sent me something. He thought, you know, all this, I've been teasing you guys about the music and how much you hate the music and everything. He thinks he knows it's true. It's true purpose in life. And I'm going to play what he sent us. Okay. So enjoy this. Thank you for waiting. All our representatives are currently unavailable. If you want to leave a message, you can reach us at twitter.com slash Marvel snap. So he's making, you know, yeah. it's it's whole music. That's pretty spot on. That's great. Yeah, corporate music. Effort. That's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, too. it was really well done. Thank you for it's sending really that. Great. We also got a, a a text in this regard. Uh, this is from Wes, who says, "Please help. How in the world does Hawkeye work in Marvel Snap? My dumb brain doesn't understand." Seth from Oklahoma. Oh. You want to explain that card? I, I think you just called that person Wes and Seth. Oh, did I? What did yeah. I say? That Seth. person, Seth. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the why next I said Wes. Two separate texts. Oh, there's two different people. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was looking at the so, bottom. So, and yeah, we can explain it. Uh, is it ongoing? First of all, let me just. Uh, is it on? Is is it ongoing or on reveal? Do you remember? Hang on. I don't know off little... the top of my head. On, on reveal. On reveal. Okay. okay. All right. So he does. So little... on reveal, if you play a card here, next turn plus two power. So you play the card. Let's say it's turn one. A yeah. little animation will show a green square where he's putting his field of vision. Yeah. Um. So it's the next turn so not the same turn so you play it turn one then on turn two if you place the first thing you play on the same location here meaning the same row same row right Pan, uh, um you'll get plus two power on hawkeye that's how it works okay See, I, th- I thought so that same was, row but... next turn for the follow-up card yeah. and, only the and it can card. be it can be tricky because if you play a card somewhere else first but then one does go into Hawkeye's area. It doesn't count. If you wait to a different turn, it goes away. Like it, it really has to be the next thing you play for it to work. Fair enough. Uh, Wes is the other person who uh, sent us a text. Says this is Walter. I don't know why he says Wes at the <laughs> bottom. Is, Wes has been a lot of people today. I think there are three text messages. <laughs> no, yeah, there's only there's I, I, only two. Or there's only there's yeah. There's three. only two. you didn't separate them because one of them. This is too long for a text <laughs> message. No, I yeah. promise. I promise you, this next one, this this bottom one, is one single text message. No, I'm reading it. I don't think so. Maybe yeah, one's, yeah. Saying, one's about Snap. The other one's about Bayonetta. Oh, I effed up then. Yeah, it's yeah. two separate. Okay, texts. well, the good here, news here's is what we you know got. exactly who they are. We got texts from Seth, Walter, and Wes. <laughs> yeah. This is also not Wes, but That's, Wes, we're get, we're getting to you, man. To you, it's dude. gonna be you eventually. The problem is this is still new, and I'm trying to work it out. But anyway, this is Walter. All right, no Wes here for a second. Uh, I got to say Marvel Snap Love is great because this is Marvel Snap related. There's a reason I put it in here. 
um, is great. However, I can't stop wanting uh, to play it at 2.30 a.m. And I've got to be up by 7 for work, but I just want to keep playing. Thanks for mentioning this on the show. I mean, I think Bo can relate, right? Only 2.30 a.m.? Casual. <laughs> you oh, dirty, geez. filthy casual. <laughs> ah, very nice. No, it's bad. It's bad. It's not healthy. My Fitbit's telling me, like, dude, get some sleep. So, you know. Yeah, I get so not to turn this into a 20 minute conversation, but my go to laying in bed game had been solitaire. And really? it was very effective at making me tired and want to go to bed on your yeah, phone. That's a good Mar- Marvel snap does not do this. And I've tried to use it interchangeably. I tried to do it where I could go. All right, well, I'll play Marvel snap. And what I found is Marvel snap pumps me up. And there is no sleep immediately to follow if I play it. So it is not a before bed. Well, mine is mine is uh, Brotato, which I'll talk again about here in a minute. But Brotato keeps me up way too late. That game's amazing. Oh, yeah, we can we can move on from the game because I think we could sp- I could spend an hour. We could just do a whole Marvel snap. Yeah, just do an point. entire show on Marvel. But, but I did I did want to say on the location subject that was my favorite discovery. Like. Playing enough Hearthstone and ranked, the meta is just the same for yeah. months on end. It's refreshing. I'm actually looking forward to Sunday. I'm like, I can't wait till Sunday, and I find out what the featured location is and start being creative about the deck I'm building mm. and you know race to find the edge. Because it this go around with Bar Sinister, I've been a little frustrated. I'm playing the stupid combo deck that everyone and their mothers figured out, mm-hmm. and I have no edge at my matches, so I've just been hovering at the same, you know, I've vacillated between 80 and 90 for <laughs> like two days, and I'm like, okay, I'm not, I don't, you know, yeah, it's just, it hasn't worked out all that well for me, so I'm ready for the next one, but um, I like it. It makes me, it's a draw for me to come back and solve a new puzzle, like Wordle. Sure, So I get it. Um, yeah, I, I dig it. That's a good game. And the betting mechanic is just genius. Yeah. Again, you can lose seven games but still come out ahead. It just changes the notion of what like ranked means. Where like if you take three losses, that's three wins you have to win in a normal TCG. So I like this. It feels mechanic. like it feels like yeah. uh, poker players help make this. That's what it feels like. It's poker. It, it's yeah. literally like the skills you learn playing poker. You learn who you hear. You know, yeah. like having discipline to fold. I call it folding when I retreat. Sure. Um, but having discipline to fold, having this, you know, bluffing a bit. Um, I'm sure I've been bluffed off of my janky deck because of, you know, they see Yondu shows, you know, quad Yondu. They show my cards gone. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Um, so I like that aspect. But it's an actually meaningful mechanic to retreat. I yeah, like that. yeah, and you get rewards for climbing up the rank ladder. So there's something, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get this 500 gold. That's a lot. You know, that's a free card, like, a, yeah. you know, almost. Um, so that's, there's incentive there to do that. It's just, yeah, it's good. It's really and the good. La- oh, the one more thing I wanted to shout out as being awesome is when you fold or when you retreat, I like that it's a positive screen and not a red negative screen. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't say like, oh, loser, you ran away or, you know, you folded. It goes like, escaped. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I'm smart. Like the sound, it's the victory. It makes me feel smart when I escape. It's like, yeah, buddy, you did it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, 
I think more games like like Poker Star should have this, where it's like, yeah, you folded, smart decision. You <laughs> laid down the second best hand, and we know it was hard, but here's some music to make you feel good. Escaped. Yeah. So there's some psychology like, going it. on. It's all positive reinforcement. There yeah, there. that's a that's a good pos- That's an example of good positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, um, they should do that in Overwatch when you decide not to be toxic. It should be. Yeah, compassion it should just like or something like it should just give you like a, a a ding when you like say something nice you know friendly retort yeah have your have yeah. your ai do that that'd be fun friendly comment <laughs> just like <laughs> legendary friendship or something like it should they yeah. should uh they should really shout out they should reinforce positive behavior with their voice actors and great music they're like mortal combat friendships i like that yeah yeah, yeah, just good sound um, effects. You were right. in the chat room not talking about Conquer. There you go. <laughs> good, good, quality people. Hey, well, what's going on in chat I, I look over there, and every second, every minute I look over there, they're talking about Conquer, and I don't know what the context is. But. It's mostly dude I'm about to freaking time out again. He just likes to stir the shit. So we'll, we'll see how long yeah, What does Conquer have? Like, I know that's going on, but... I got I, a I crazy... Know. Like, Conquer's it's going to be funny. a crazy coincidence that makes me feel like I sent them here, but we'll keep going. Okay. Okay, all fair right. enough. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. This week I'm I am playing a AAA title, but it's not new. Um, I was so disappointed that uh, Arkham Knights did not, or not Arkham Knights, Bat, Bat, Gotham, Gotham Knights, Knights did not get the reviews I'd hope it would get. It just kind of was fair to middling to people I trust, and I was like, ah, I'm in the mood for a big open world game with a lot of story. Where am I going to get that right now? And I thought, you know what? Why don't you go back to Red Dead Two? Why don't you play some of that again? What's wrong with you, Scott? Basically, is what I asked myself. And so I did that very thing. Um, I installed Red Dead 2 on my PC and my Steam Deck. They sync between the two. And uh, actually rebought the game on Steam because it was on sale for 29 bucks. And that way I could get I could finally do away with that stupid Rockstar launcher. I freaking hate that thing. Um, and so that's what I did. And guess what? That continues to be one of the greatest video games ever made. Uh, Red Dead 2 is amazing. It's an incredible video game and should be played by anybody who cares about narrative and acting and the art of gaming. Um, there's a reason it makes most lists of like top 10 video games of all time. It's an inc- incredible game. Um, so I'm playing that again. Not much else to say except Red Dead 2 continues to be a rad game. And I'm going to finish it this time. It is. I need to get back into it. The problem is, is that it's an insanely long game. It's very long. It's an yeah. insa- insanely like slow paced game, which mm-hmm. I think is actually good. I like the deliberate pacing nature of it. Mm-hmm. But every time I get into it, I go, well, I want to start over. And as a result, I never progress any further than I have been. Mm-hmm. So I, I have the urge. I've been looking at it. I almost did the same thing you did where I saw it on sale and was like, I don't have to play it on the stupid Rockstar launcher if I buy it again mm-hmm. and uh, really considered it. And then I, I didn't do it, but I've been wanting to get back into that game. The too. cool thing about it is the other thing about it. I really love about it is this game was ahead of its time visually, um, even on a PlayStation four or an Xbox One where the game premiered, it still is one of the best-looking games on those platforms, for sure. Uh, running on a PC at 120 frames, or even my Steam Deck uh, at 60, it looks so good. It's such a good-looking game. And I would say, of all the voice-acted games of recent memory, I would put, even though I don't love the games themselves, but The Last of Us has you know some amazing acting. 
I would put this right up there with those. I think they're the top echelon of of quality, what it means to have quality VO in your game. And I just love it. I love everything about it. I'm, I'm so excited to be playing it again. I am going to play all the way through. I think I'm at 68% through or something of the, uh, the story anyway, not side stuff. But um, Arthur Morgan is awesome. Freaking Dutch is great. Everybody's great. All these characters are great. John Marston's great. It's just great. I have nothing bad to say about Red Dead. Uh, on the indie side of things, I played an indie game. And uh, did I make a thing for that? No, I didn't. Um, I played a game called Despot's Game. You guys heard of this? Sound familiar no. at all? Okay. No. You remember that hot uh, moment where everybody was playing auto battlers? Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. let me tell you about Despot's Game, which just came out in 1.0. Uh, it was in early access for a while. It's this uh, top-down pixelated uh, uh, piece of work that oh yeah okay. is wonderful Looks- what a wonderful weird game so you basically have these little peon pink people that that are, are like nothing they're just like drones but when you make them you can if you have enough points you can assign them weapons and that makes them a class so if you give them a, uh, there's a football for example you give it to a football that guy throws long bombs that are really great at like long distance damage you give a sword to another guy um there's a lot of humor in it so you know a football's weird but uh, you give a crossbow to another guy and you give this other guy an electrical thing that shoots out electricity and hurts people or whatever. So you basically can build your quote unquote roster as you go. It's all procedurally generated. It's got roguelike elements in that regard. And you build up an army of these little pink dudes and assign them their abilities. And then you unleash them in these rooms full of monsters, bosses, and so on, which you know yield rewards and loot and everything else. Uh, you have to keep them fed, and they're food rooms. You have to fight for those food rooms. But once you do, you can buy buy food and keep them all fed. It's not a hard mechanic, but it's there to just kind of mix things up. Um, there's different modes and, and stuff. The standard mode is kind of the way I'm playing it. But it's a great – this is a great little game. I really, really like it. And um, I don't know how else to explain I it. I think except when it was an earlier beta, you showed it. Like it looks familiar. Maybe Kyle asked about it. Maybe I know Dunaway it came was up big somewhere, on it. but yeah, but was Dun- like, Dunaway oh, was big on, on the great, boop, on the boop show when we were it. still doing indies and stuff. And he he loved this game. And I at the time yeah, I went, yeah. oh, I don't really like Auto Battlers, so I'll probably set this out. This is just it's kind of transcends it. It's not simply that at all. The the combat does happen in a Auto Battler sort of way. But it's really fun to watch. It's super rewarding when it's done. And you're not just, you know, keep doing the same thing on the same board over and over like most auto battlers. Making strategic decisions. Yes. And you're re-rolling but, for loot yeah. if you want to. And you're 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 trying to balance like, well, should I make more pink guys and then load them up? Or should I save my my money slash points for two rooms from now where I'm probably gonna really need those guys? And when they die, do I want to take this relic that resurrects half of them when I enter a new room, or should I take the one that heals everybody when they're done? Like, there's all these like choices in that regard. There's like a talent tree; they call them mutations. Oh, there they are, right there. Um, that you can you can work yourself through, and as you you know, the better you do, the more cool stuff you take back with you, so your next run will have more possibilities. Um, it's a it's cool. And speaking of a, speaking of a game with rad there. music, this game's got the coolest music. Here, listen to this. Let's play Thanks. And it changes up all the yeah, time. So that's I'm digging it. I'm digging this it. This is good. Yeah. This could fight. be a Marvel snap as an improvement. <laughs> yep. yeah. 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 
Definitely. Um, yeah, Slay the Spire mixed with team fight tactics isn't isn't a bad way of putting it. Um, there's no cards per se, but it but there is something about that that's familiar. And and this game that. looks awesome. Yeah, it's I, cool. You I guys. think this game looks great. It's really cool. I want to say it's still on sale for its 1.0 launch at like I don't know 12 bucks or something. Totally worth getting, and um, surprisingly plays really well on the Steam Deck. I didn't expect the controls to work very well, but they do. Um, it's great on PC. It's just a neat little game and I hope, oh, and this, the quests are so much fun. You'll find rooms with quests and the quests have story. The camera zooms in a little and it's all very simple and funny, but I don't know. There's a real edge to it. Just a, you know how games have a certain vision and sometimes they just nail the whole package of the vision, whatever the vision is that feels like this and it's great. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Damn it, Scott. I know. I know. Damn I really, it. I really want this game now. I, I knew you guys would it. like it because it's just. This <laughs> so is. Bought it. I just bought it. You, you, you'll not be unhappy, dude. I promise. No, this no, no. It looks one. amazing. Like I, I saw an earlier thing of this. I was like, I don't know, but now that I see the like the full trailer, the full gameplay, um, and you're it's, it's neat backing it. It lo- it looks fun. It looks, I'm, that's yeah. my jam. I really like it. Um, and then a small mention. Just I played a bunch more Brotato. <laughs> Which is a, a survivor, a vampire survivor like, and it's um, boy, I just love that game. I love how it feels. I didn't realize you could unlock manual aiming in it. You can have it auto shoot the way that vampire does. Uh, that's the default, and that's fine. But if you're good enough to use the other stick to aim and and be strategic about it, I'm getting way further because I can kind of choose where I want to do my heavy fire and that kind of stuff. That game's great. I freaking love it. Brotato is also cheap and also overwhelmingly positive reviews, so worth checking out. And that's only like three bucks. So, Brotato. Brotato. John, what else do you got this week? You got a few other things listed here. What do you got? Going? Yeah, I, I played a lot of stuff. Most of it's going to go pretty quick because I didn't invest a ton of time into much of it, uh, with a couple of exceptions, but still playing a lot of Fortnite. It's very popular in my household at the moment. So, it's a good multiplayer experience with the kids or with my wife. And, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of fun to play with them. Uh, I am just going to say that. I love the ridiculousness of it. You know, we talked about that a little while back on core was like, is it too much? (laughs) And it is a lot, but, uh, something about getting a win yesterday, sniping Darth Vader through the car. He was trying to, uh, run me over with made me go, you know what? This is, I like this ridiculousness. I like it a lot. Yeah. Plus Um, family games, man. We talked about last week, but I love that you get to play this with everybody. And that's rad. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice to have something that everybody plays and a good way to just to unwind a bit. You know, it's not a smart game. It's just a game you get in, you play, you go, all right, do I, are we going to try to win? Are we going to try and do dumb quests? And half the time we do dumb quests, we win. So, you know, you get in and you screw around and you just have a lot of fun with it. So still so you doing shot, a lot of that. You shot Darth Vader in a really great match where you won the whole game. And I have a question because I understand yep. he was Darth Vader in that vehicle. But what were you? You look like a pajama bunny or something. What the frick was yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, I bought a skin because I think it's important to look stupid in a game like this. <laughs> and uh, I'm basically a big goopy guy. Like, I think he's supposed to be like... What are those things they like that like a mollusk or whatever? They're like they have a shell and they're they got like the little goopy strands. I don't know what. They oh, are. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. You, 
Oh, what's that called? I, I don't know what they are, but anyway, that's what he is. He looks like a giant blue glob. He's got a really dumb face, and I I love him as a result. Like, all the dancing and stuff in Fortnite, it's meme it's fun, but if you're doing it on a character that looks absolutely stupid to boot, mm-hmm. like, it's extra good. <laughs> like, I'll go through and I'll look at the store items, because why not? And I look at half the stuff, and I'm like, this is dumb. But when I look at it on my dumb jelly man, I'm like, every single one of these things looks cool now mm-hmm. to me, because I'm playing as this dumb jelly person. So, yeah, there's been a lot of that. I've been pl- playing a lot of the game as this big, giant blue jelly guy that's head is so big that when I get in cars, the little tentacles coming off the top of his head are sticking through the roof of the car. It's great. Wow. All right. It's great. More more Fortnite for the good times at John's house. Yeah. I've uh, been yeah. playing more Final Fantasy X. Uh, not much more to say about that, except that game continues to be like easily the best combat I've played in a Final Fantasy. I love the battle system in 10 so much. Um, it's turn-based, like most Final Fantasies are, but the cool thing is is that even though it has a limit on three people up front in your party, you can tag them in and out for no penalty. Like Usually you would think that a system like that would have some sort of penalty. You're going to go later in the turn order or you know, there's going to be a weird XP divides or something like that. This game actually actively encourages you to use your entire team when you play. Mm-hmm. And something about that has made it so much more fun than any other Final Fantasy battle system that I've played, especially because so often they have to come up with stupid reasons why the whole party isn't with you anyway. It's like you've, you've got seven people standing around and they're like, OK, the three of us go. The rest of you go do something. It's like, don't you think it's weird that it's always just the three of you that want to go do things together? Like it's odd. Um, I love that combat system so much and it's definitely carrying the game because while the story is good, uh, the voice acting is rough. Pretty rough. Um, Yeah. And, and I want to be clear, the people who did the voices for this game are talented voice actors who have done some amazing things that I have loved that they have been phenomenal in. But we are in the early days. Who's, and the, who's that character you hate the voice of in there? T- Titus. Titus. Yeah. How do you spell yeah. that? T I D. T I D U S. Okay. Just do Titus yeah. laughing scene. Yeah, Just I'm do gonna, that. It's a classic. That. I got to this anyway this week, so it's technically appropriate. All right. Here you go. He sounds this. like he's right up on the ah! mic. Whoops. No See, matter what. This thing's got to crank it up a little. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Let's play this thing. All right, enjoy. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Why He's, is he? Why? Why? So here, here's the thing. <laughs> this scene is actually a pretty emotional scene. And I had people, I made fun of it in the chat because it's what you do. Uh, and I had people saying like, you know, it's actually a touching scene. And it kind of is because the idea is like, Sometimes you have to force through, like you don't feel like smiling, but for the benefit of those around you, you do it anyway. And he's laughing to kind of deal with a a whole lot of stuff that's been dumped on him. Sure. So the idea that he's laughing so forced and so obnoxiously is a testament to how that is exactly not how he's feeling Mm. in that moment, that he's actually feeling extremely low and lost and upset. It's actually a touching scene. But it doesn't change the fact that it is cringy sounding. 
um, really badly. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit of both worlds and uh, it can be difficult at times to deal with the voice acting in this game. Because again, we, we're not at a place where there are, you know, this was a very ambitious game and there weren't standards like the last of us, or, you know, like you said, red dead redemption Two that you can point at and go, well, this is how a performance is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, you have, you have characters like Yuna that sound like they were recorded in a different room. Sometimes you have Titus that sounds like he's always got the microphone right up in his face. Mm -hmm. Uh, he sounds like he's straight up recording a podcast, no matter what's going on (laughs) in the game. Um, you know, you have uh, John DiMaggio does the uh, does the voice of um, Waka, oh, I didn't and know he does a great job. It's probably not a role he'd get in 2022 because he's definitely affecting an accent that you could just get somebody who actually is has that accent to do. But um, he does he does a fine job, and but even he comes across corny and oddball at times, and he's a very talented voice actor. So it is not entirely their fault this is a time when they were figuring things out but sometimes it's a little hard to get through amazing all right well, um, are you gonna play x2 was this changing your position on x2 uh i do think i'm gonna play i i do think i'm gonna play 10 2 um mostly because it's been nice like when i played through the nes games that's one two and three mm. when i played through the super nes games that's four five and six playstation seven eight and nine um ps2 technically has uh three numbered ones in it um you have 10 11 and 12 all came out on the ps2 but i'm not going to play 11 because it's the mmo and i'm not going to go back and play that old ass mmo i did play it a little bit at the time i don't need to do it again um so i think instead of doing those three i think i'll do 10 10 2 and then 12 then off to 12 yeah and where do you stop 13 uh you're gonna go right to 15 I, I, you know what? I actually will play 15. Yeah, I want to. I want to watch that stream. I, 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 I don't know if it'll be out. Who, I don't remember when it's coming out. Who knows when I'll be? Well, there. no, 15's out. You mean 16? So you're 16. About. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna play? 15? I, I want to play. I want to play 15. I want to do something with 14. I just don't know what to do. Like here, I'm gonna play this for 500 hours. <laughs> Oh yeah, watch fourteen. Me, no, watch me play through the watch me play through the MSQ for the third time. <laughs> Get my real genuine reactions of my third time seeing all of this. Yeah, I'm not thinking straight, but yeah, fifteen. I want to see you do bro bro car fifteen. That's the only Final Fantasy I have zero playtime in. Yeah. So that will be a hundred percent new. I'm still trying to figure out how much a ten I saw. Um and I'm, I'm like, I knew I had gotten to that laughing scene, but I think we're getting close to as far as I made it. Um, but 15, I've played zero of. So that is going to be a 100% new experience. That's weird. That me. means I played more 15 than you have. Cause I have played a little 15, not a lot, but probably an hour, two hours. Yeah. I got through the intro stuff in that game. Uh, all right. Excellent. Oh, Necrosmith. I bought this because you said you got it as a gift, and I went, well, that sounds interesting. So how is it? So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, once again, Dead Center, thank you for gifting it. I definitely want to spend more time with it. It was, it was not what I expected. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of comes across like a real-time strategy game, um, sort of like what you were talking about with Despot's game, yeah. where you kind of construct your units, and based on what you put down, kind of defines the unit that you build. The thing that threw me is that it then kind of plays like an RTS, except your units 
I think you can micromanage them, although I didn't figure out how to do it. Like they just got made and they just went and they just started doing stuff. And I found myself immediately overwhelmed by this concept and this idea. Yeah. Like, I was just like, why is there one up here? What, why are these units over here doing this? This feels like somebody trying to evolve real-time strategy into something a little quicker and a little more modern. And I feel like, much like my feelings on Final Fantasy, where I'm like, I like turn-based combat. I, back in my day, we took turns. You didn't press a button to swing. You you pressed a button to select attack from a menu. I kind of feel the same way about this game. Like the stuff that it's doing new um, is still too new feeling to me. And I get old man about it (laughs) where I'm just like, (laughs) why has it got to be like this? Why couldn't it be like it was when it was good back then? Um but I do like the art. I do. I like what they're going with. I like the idea that you can create your units and, and kind of construct um, some unique qualities to them. And the mix match of body parts is an interesting concept. I want to spend more time with it. But the thing that just kept me from doing that was, again, it does do a lot of things new. And I think I sat down and was like, oh, it's like an RTS. And then it was very much not like an RTS. And then I was put off by it. Interesting. It does strike me as as I'd love the look of it. Like, I really like the look of it. Um, and I think I probably like this, but, but I, but there's an obtuseness to everything. I look at it and go, wait a minute, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here, but um, yeah, I'm going to, I grabbed it as well. I will definitely give this thing a look. And so do you uh, recommend it, John, or cause it looks interesting. Uh, I, I'm not yet, <laughs> but maybe like, I would say, check it out. See if it's up up your alley it's getting good reviews and it, it looks good it looks sound so i would say it's definitely you know it, it's probably for a lot of people it just hasn't hit me yet yeah hmm. yeah and that can take some time uh rare replay collection i also have this on my xbox how's yeah how's that? let's make the chat room weirdly happy because let me tell you about conquer's bad fur day which i actually played this week whoa all right. Uh, yeah. In a weird twist where uh, friggin' people being dumb in the chat is strangely predictive. Uh, yeah, I, I booted up the rare replay collection, just wasting some time on the Xbox and showed my uh, stepkids a bunch of the old rare video games. We were just going through. I think we started with um, I think we started with uh, Battletoads. Mm. And uh, let me tell you, rare enjoys a really popular, prominent place in video game history. I agree. A lot of those games are not very good. Yeah. <laughs> Battletoads, I got in and was like, this game sucks. It ain't no turtles. Um, it's no turtles, that's for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this at all. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of fun to revisit. Probably the one that I had the most fun with, uh, which was surprising because as a kid, it was a game I wanted so bad. And then I got it and didn't like it at all. Um, was uh, Blast Core on the N64. Oh, I didn't Core like it great. when I was a kid. Now playing it as an adult, I'm like, oh, Blast Core is awesome. Blast Core rocks, dude. I, I, I love Blast Core. I love that game. Um, so good. But yeah, it was a shocking reminder at how rough a lot of these games were and how rough like N64 brought back up in the modern day just as, ugh, it's it's a trip. Yeah, um, it's ugly. Like there's, I will not say anything about the looks of Blast Core, but the gameplay, I, I would love like a modern take on that. 
Oh man. Yeah, they should definitely do yeah. new blast. With what we can that do now is, with like just like destructible environments and that, you would make the coolest game. It's an amazing concept and it's and like today's graphics on that would just be stellar. I still remember, I think the thing that made me want the game so bad was they uh it was on some, you know, like preview reel for the N64 where they would just show that giant robot in a jetpack and do a flip in the air and fall through a building. And I remember thinking that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I imagine that in today's graphics and I just go, oh, yeah, that would that would just be incredible. It would like, be killer. That would be great. Yeah, it would be um, killer. What do you think of do you play Killer Instinct at all? Because that is an ugly <laughs> I did ass play game. Killer Instinct. There's a shocking amount of butt. And killer instinct. Let me tell you, that was what my stepkids kept saying. They're like, John. Yeah. They're showing. She's showing her hiney. There's a lot. Of <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of butt in this game. A lot. Um, it it didn't hold up as a fighting game. Yeah. Like that's been great. my reaction to almost all of these. I played Jet Force Gemini and was like, this game controls terribly. And it did say like there's new control options for the game, but I couldn't figure out how to turn them on. Yeah. And I started playing Jet Force Gemini and was like, this plays like shit. Yeah, it's wonky. Like super it's wonky. really, really bad. Um, a lot of the really good games in the rare replay collection, like that I think do hold up and probably would still be good have had like hd releases or re-releases on xbox in some form and you actually can't launch them from the game directly it basically tells you to go download the game off the store which isn't the best thing in the whole wide world like there's jet force gemini that's what i did a lot of was roll around on the ground like an idiot yeah there was a lot of that and not hitting things i was trying to shoot that That was an early the early 3d thing that just did not oh it's, it's bad that's bad. It's game. so bad. Yeah. It's so, so bad. Yeah. Um, so I actually didn't play a lot of their good games. So some of it is on me for not playing like, you know, Conquer, Banjo Kazooie um, Nuts and Bolts, which is a phenomenal game. But that's when they tell you to go download a different um, game, like download it directly from the store. Perfect Dark is another one where they say go download it from the store. There's so many games on there that are actually good that are like that. But uh no I oh wait nuts and bolts is on here nuts and bolts is so good dude yeah nuts and bolts is on there it's great nuts game. and bolts is a phenomenal game and it has one of the funniest intros if you're a banjo kazooie fan you owe owe it to yourself to at least play through the intro of banjo kazooie nuts and bolts where basically it implies that they've been doing nothing but sitting on a couch watching uh, tv and playing video games since they were on the n64 and now they're all fat and Banjo goes out to do some platforming as a fat bear and he can barely jump and he can't make it up a hill without getting tired. It's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. This, what's the critter game? I'm, oh, uh, Viva Pinata. That's a cool yeah. game. That's on there. Viva Pinata is great. Yeah. Um, that's another one that needed to launch a different game. Uh, I love Viva Pinata. Yeah, there's a lot of good games on there that I didn't play. I played a lot of bad games on there. Though. 30 games in total, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to add Goldeneye to it soon. Mm, so that's going to be on there too. I have that. And, I just need to crack it open. Just haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah play it. Go right. through their history. It's crazy. All right, then crazy finally, you picked up Proteus, and I'm so excited to hear what you think about Proteus. Yeah, yeah we've Proteus. already talked about it. I don't know how much more you can say about Proteus than this is exactly the game you want it to be. Yeah. Like, it is. it has a super cool look. It is uber-violent. It is uber-over-the-top. 
Uh, it plays extremely well, mouse and keyboard. It's super fast. Um, I love the look of it. I love the sound of it. I love everything about it. Um, it's just, it's just great. It's, 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 it's like so modern good. nostalgia in a really fun way. And speaking of like the the, the modability of of Doom wads and everybody making their own stuff, there's a there is really cool tools in there to make shit. And I hope more and more people do. I don't know if they even know that it's in there. Like, go explore those tools because they give you everything you need on the PC side to make a million different kind of maps with all kinds of cool ideas. And you can then upload them to the thing. And then anybody, even on consoles, can download your creations and play them. They're really cool. I do like that after like every level, they're like, what'd you think of the map? <laughs> like I just, Pretty it's good. kind of, it's one part annoying, but it's also kind of endearing to have like, after every level they're like what'd you think of that one it makes you stop and think and you're like what did i think of that level well they gave me a new weapon and they gave me lots of enemies to shoot with it so good it was was good and i really i would really caution people not to discount this as oh this is just doom that's not what this is this is a love letter to doom and quake at the same time somehow and then kind of its own thing altogether. it's just rad it's a rad game and I can't stress, like, you get a little bit of it when you're showing footage like you are. Just how good this game looks. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's hard to explain why it looks so good, because it's definitely designed to look old school. But, like, once you're in it, you're just like, oh, this game looks amazing. And uh, it's insanely gory, which is exactly what you want it to be. Oh, yeah. And the guns feel good. All of it just feels good. Proteus is an awesome damn game. It really is. It does some tricks, you know, like it's actually a 3D, you know, it's more Quake than than Doom, but it, it gives you the impression that everything's made of pixels and a lot of things are. But like these guns, these are 3D guns that were then turned into raster pixelated images and then their animations are kept in the game. It's hard to explain, but they they just do shit that, feels old and new at the same time. And I don't, I, it's the most unusual combination. Just really nailed it. Um, I hope this game, I, I really, but this game's on my top things of this year. I really love it. So good. All right. Awesome. Well done. Yeah. Bo, That's we already talked game. about your games. Anything we missed? No, I think we covered them already. Like I've have so many games on my to-do list, like, or just, you know, in my interest sphere. And all I can do is Marvel snap and overwatch. <laughs> so, I understand. I don't imagine it'll last forever, but um, you know, including just buying shit while we were on the call now. So, <laughs> Despot's bought, game. I really want to know what you think of Despot's game. Like, I'll tell you all the games I bought and haven't played. Okay. Okay. Is, do it. The list okay. is quite long. If I yeah, can get, let's hear it. Uh, Fallout Four VR. I picked it up. It was okay. on sale for yeah. like dirt cheap. Nice. Like five, like five to ten dollars cheap. Like ridiculous. Hang on. Let me go to my count history because there's probably a lot of them hang on uh what did i pick up because you know you, you have a big wish list you see them on sale and you're like oh scoop it up right yeah, yeah sure let's see i picked up so we, we may talk about the future the last campfire by hello games yeah that yeah. was on super sale great game i picked up kingdom come deliverance edition Oh, that's that's, a, that's it pretty good actually. It's a no, bigger, no. That's oh. a the Skyrim like, yeah. except no fantasy, low magic, like just just medieval, actual European history knights fa- adventure game. I can't like super that sale. Game. Yeah, been interested in it forever. Um, so yeah, you know that picked that up. Uh, I picked up Walking Dead for VR. I picked up Despot's game today. Here's what I picked up today. 
Oh no, just today. Despot's game because yeah. I found some sales. Yeah. Um, and then I saw Star Renegades is on sale. And oh. I'm like, oh, let me scoop that up. I love that game. <clears throat> yeah, Timberborn, not on super sale, but I've been meaning to play that game for a while. Pick that up. Yeah. And then, you know, just because I checked out the VR section, I also bought Doom VR. The old, it was like $5, just the old Doom VR experience. I'm like, for five bucks, I'll check this out. Yeah, I want to see and that. And Super Hot VR is on sale for 10 bucks. I'm like, oh, yeah. get that too. Yeah. And I'm like, Bo, save your money. Jesus <laughs> freaking Christ. <laughs> I'm like, all you're doing is playing these two games. What do you need? I'm like, well, I want them for, you know, they're on sale. They're on, they're on sale. sale now. They're on sale. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, this is this is the life of a gamer right yep. now. And it, you know, so many pleasures and so you know, yep. So little time. Like Hard I, I to, really need. Uh, yeah. Well, well, whatever. You're picking them up now, so you'll have them when you want them. It's fine. For VR stuff, I don't mind because even if I play a little bit, it's five bucks for an afternoon of checking stuff out. You know, like that's okay. It's not ridiculous. Oh my god, Dice Legacy's on sale too. I saw that as <laughs> cheap too. It's like three bucks or something. Eight dollars, eight Canadian. bucks. Oh, it's a little lower. Well, yeah, but I think it's like it's got years. mixed reviews. Okay, stay away. I'll just stay away. From yeah, that one. That one, I guess, is an RNG fest, and people don't like that. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, dice game. You know, it's a dice, it's a dice game, game, right? <laughs> but yeah, I didn't read the comments. But that's what I mean. Stuff goes on sale, and you're like, ah. And I bought one thing, and then I end up walking out of the store with five different things. I was yeah. like, God damn. you're like my wife at Costco. You're basically my Costco wife. That's but that's the wish list. I sort my wish list by discount, and I scroll through, and I'm like, oh shit. You know, like I look at anything 50 and over and start like even Dark Side Detectives, four dollars right now. I'm like, mm. ooh, that game's so good. Dark Side Detectives, amazing little series. Yeah, Only two I was looking at but that. Like, and I was like, I should get my wonderful own adventure games. Wonderful little games. That's and they're not, Steam oh, they and they're funny. Do. Oh, they're so funny. Those are, I can't see what, I can't wait to see what they do next because they, they got the chops for that adventure stuff. It's very good. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, we're going to play a mashup. Guess who won this week's uh, 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 voting? Uh, John did. Ooh. John did. I did. It the was fr- me. It was my time. The phrase, I guess. The phrase is, Ooh. "I'm I'm a lover, not a FICA." <laughs> yep. Like you know, FICA, like FICA, uh, insured uh, banking or whatever. Um, I don't know why. If John said it, I don't know why, but he got 40% of the vote. I, Bo got 32. I voted for myself on this one. Did you? Okay. Well, yeah, because it, this sounds like something I would say. I like, voted for you as well. Bo, you got 32.6% of the vote. I got 27, so no one thinks it's me. Um, we're going to play it and find out. So thank you, Jamie, for this as usual. Here is today's mashup. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> the start screen gave me a boner. <laughs> so I watched this entire movie that has nothing in it objectionable, but finally this one scene comes up where Naomi Watts gets naked to get into a tub. And as soon as she's buck naked, nips out, stepping into the thing, bleh, Captain Bar. <laughs> uh, and of course at that moment, everyone's movies pause, so they're all looking around. Yeah, they're looking around. <laughs> And they see me. I look like Joe Perv in the 15th row. It was terrible. I have the most boring body count in the history of the world. We'd like to hear how boring uh, it is. Probably one. close. One. Really one, eh? <laughs> yeah. I'm married to her. <laughs> Don't feel so bad. I'm not that far behind you. I think mine's three. You know, I'm yeah. sure John's is like 200. No. That's just this year. That's right. Oh, that's no, he's married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Yeah. Just... <laughs> that's how it works. I like that you guys think I got that much action over the course of my life. It really means a lot to me. Uh, it's a long story why but she ended up with a little cock of shits of poop 
dog type. I don't know what the little little thing. I hate thing. when a cock of shits a poo, but you know it happens. <laughs> it does happen when you least expect it. That cock is going to shits a poo. Anyway, I'm sure other people had worse because you could watch all sorts of movies. Did with anyone nudity, look right? at you and go, mm, "No"? But the that. old guy next to me scooched away a little bit. Scooched, scooched away. away? Yeah, he no. scooched. Be like, like you don't want to see boobies on an airplane. Shut up. Him and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's like 48 and runs like an accounting service or something and doesn't want anything to do with us. Guys, I, I got seven kids and I work <laughs> at a Denny's. Don't write to me. You have a ballpark or are you not going to say? Two slash three or four, depending on how you define it all. Oh, all right. There's some details so in there. So you're the champ. The, yeah, no, you are the it's champ. over three. You, you beat me, so you finished the most women. <laughs> you finished the most women. God. Wait, I'm confused. Wow, Jeez, this conversation is going really, really <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> that won't get us I in need trouble. To say you completed the most women and finished the most games. Yeah, and also you don't want to have put two years of of a gap between the women. Or no, it's just starting and what, what advice? Is this? <laughs> what a what a progressive podcast we've become. <laughs> I know that I had at least three of those shirts, and two of them eventually had to get thrown out simply because you could see straight through the shirt. So you're out nippling in those shirts, and eventually your mom's like, oh, no, this had been after that. You weren't answering to your mom at that point, I don't think. I might have been. Like, cause John, I, I, was living at I can see your areola again through your prime shirt. Time to <laughs> yeah. put that away. And by the way, Naomi Watts is like mid to late 50s or something. She looks incredible. I don't know. how She's taking care of herself. Nothing wrong with 50-year-old movies. <laughs> One of you is Pikachu with a ding dong, and the other one's freaking, I don't know. This is why Metaverse sucks. It doesn't sucks. always have to be Pikachu. It doesn't have I to be. Just, but it could be. It sure could be. Thing. It could happen. I mean, it could be, it could be, um, uh, 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 what do they call those? Like a, uh, give me the name of a plant. <laughs> you could be a fica. <laughs> you know, okay. A fica, oh, sure. Is a fica a plant? Yeah. I don't know. Ficus? I'm a lover, not a fica. Yes, yeah, so you could be a ficus <laughs> in the European. It's, you know. God did it! <laughs> Isn't isn't it fika a score by the way? Like your fika score, not a plant. A fika or? score, fika fika. I don't actually. Ficus it... is a plant. Ficus. Ficus. So fika is your fika score, right? Fika. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a credit. Hold on, oh, here it is. So just just to make that FICO FICO score. No, FICO score. No, it's oh. the Federal Insurance Contributions Act. Here's what it is. Yeah, but uh, if it's a lady in Mexico, it's FICA. <laughs> it says in and the United no, FICA States. FICA is U.S. federal payroll tax. It stands for Federal Insurance Contributions Act. Yes, that's the one. So uh, it wasn't a plant in that entire conversation. Never. Steeped in ignorance. It's <laughs> like, never a plant. <laughs> it's like the plant called the FICA plant. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm really disappointed I'm in the voters, though. I feel like Bo just reviewed our podcast. Entire conversation steeped in ignorance. Uh, yeah, well, I mean... Five out of five stuff. It's, it's there. It's there in print. <laughs> like It's black and white. I can't deny it. I just oh. think it's annoying that they got they voted me so badly here. Horrible voting people at home. I, I Well, my rationale was, I think the only one who knows what a fight is is John. <laughs> And as it turns out, I don't think I think he's the only one that didn't double down in Ignoranceville and be like, act right. like we do what. No, are. I just stayed quiet. I just let you yep. guys dig whatever hole you wanted to dig. Well, That's why it. I assumed I said it. I was like, well, probably Bo and Scott were talking about this, and the only thing I had to contribute was I'm a lover, not a fica. Yeah. 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 Well, you uh, wait. So you said I'm a lover, not a fica. No, I did. It? No, it was Scott, Scott did. Yeah, yeah. It was me. Um. Yeah. It's just it's surprising. <laughs> 
It is surprising. It's, 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 it's enlightening. These things, I learn things about myself, and they're not good most of the time. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Jamie Although has a way my, of doing that. My he, friend Mike listened, and he was, it was funny, though. He was reminding me. He's like, I heard your conversation about body count. And he's like, and he kept reminding me of uh, people I had forgotten that I had. Oh. Should have added to my count. See, I have no one. I forgot no one. It's still just Your funny. friend have a better idea of your count than you. Yeah. Well, you know, because you talk, you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> so that happened, you know, whatever. It's my good friend, like a best, a best, a bestie. Yeah, the best, bestie. Bestie from him all since time. Grade one. I've known him for thirty years. Well, sure. Yeah. I just think it's weird but, that that he was like, Bo, your count was very off. Let me tell you about. <laughs> well, your not very off. Let's not, let's not exaggerate. But you know, yeah, it was off. I love so. this uh, t- comment. That Terminus in the chat says, "Is the mashup still on?" I'm confused. Yeah, he thinks we're still going. <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> I can yeah. understand as well. <laughs> Welcome to John's world. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jamie forgot to put music behind this part. That's weird. Anyway. Uh, all right. Um, well done. Yeah. So oh, uh, I wanted to say yeah. that was very funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't good. remember. I forgot. It I had was, something else I wanted to say. And it I was really good. Again. Well, if you think Super of it, two. if you think of it, let me know. That's a good question. Let's do an email real quick here from uh, Stefan. Stefan? I don't know which one. Probably Stefan. <laughs> Why don't we call him Wes again? Let's call him Wes one more time. <laughs> Everybody's West today. Talk to the core at gmail.com is where you send these things. And he said this Hi, Boba Sweat, Mick's cousin, and Scotty Potty. All right, Boba Sweat. Jeez. Mick's cousin? Who's Mick's cousin? I don't know. Me. Well, you are, but but what's the. Oh, Oh, Mick's cousin. All right. It's like a phonetic. Yeah, you have to have the last name and then you get it immediately because so many people go, Any relation to Mick? Mick Jagger. Yeah. But then I'm there's the Scotty Potty. I think Scotty Potty's just because it rhymes. And I mean, he's yeah, just jamming all over the. Real... He's a wild, wild and chaotic flair. This Stefan. He's a wild card. That's what he is. Yeah. He okay. says, "I dig it." He says, "This my ten-year-old son has recently gotten into No Man's Sky, which is great. However, he has the attention span of a goldfish, and I'm watching him play as pure, as pure torture. And then he gives us a list of what goes on. Apple doesn't fall from <laughs> far from the tree, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. keep that in mind. He says he needs to make some launch fuel. He goes off to mine some uh, some dihydrogen. He sees a cool animal, runs after it, ends up at a factory, finds a quest, goes through a portal into a station, buys a new exosuit upgrade, scraps his ship, buys a new one, and so on and so on and so on. I can't handle it. That's just No Man's Sky. I mean, it kind of is. You just described playing No Man's Sky. Yeah, this isn't as bad as when I taught Nick how to play Mario 64 and he was very little. He just kept running off edges because he thought that was hilarious. He wouldn't play the game. He'd just run off edges and then laugh hysterically. That's more enraging. It's super annoying. Because you're like, are you gonna want to? You want to play actual video games at some point? I wasn't sure he ever would. He does now, but at the time, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I don't think this is that different than the game. But he says, I can't handle it. What's the game you mo- you cannot stand to watch another person play, and why? Apologies to Bo. You've never mentioned the names. Uh, the name kids called you in school, so I had to mix it up on the fly, Stefan. Oh, says. so these are nicknames you guys got called in school. Well, I did. Well, I don't I ever got called. I, I never got called Mick's cousin. I just everybody. And it was never really in school because adults were the ones making the comment. It was always like any relation to Mick. Yeah. That how many kids of your age had. growing up cared about the Rolling Stones? Hardly. Kids, oh, I see. For yeah, kids, yeah. it was always like, so you got moves like Jagger? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. So before we get to the other one, let's say answer the nickname thing because I, I had some decent ones. 
What'd you have? Uh, Boo, 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 Boo Radley from oh. The Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Called Boo Radley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, another good one was, um, you know, there's a Beaujolais. Someone, some people used to call me Beaujolais. Is that a sauce? A it's like means. a French sauce. It's like a French something. last name, Beaujolais. It's, oh. you know, whatever. Um, Beauregard. Beauregard. Yeah. I Parents called that. me that. My mom likes to call me Rainbow. See, so um, what you're, this is a Canadian oh, thing. Ca- Canadians and I, are just I contemplated nice. changing my name to Rainbow for a while. It's really? still good. Really? Why not? I, don't I, I, I told you my policy on yeah, names. Yeah, he look, wants like, cool names. I, I'd rather be called Rainbow than Bo. I mean, okay, know. fair enough. But uh, but Maybe what I'm saying is none of these right are... on the show uh, core with yeah. Scott Johnson, John Jagger, and Rainbow Schwartz and see how it goes down. With Rainbow <laughs> Schwartz, I'm fine with it. But look, you're yeah, not. Uh, what I'm saying is you don't. Have, none of these are mean. These are all nice. Your Canadians no, are weird, man. Actually, I should change my Twitch name too to Rainbow Schwartz. Just let's start. Let, let's go. Go for it. Um, Rainbow's one though on the pleasant side, but I know for the more teasy names, uh, the one that stuck. Unfortunately, I hated it, and that's why it stuck. Was Boner. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the it's boner I feel like every generation has a friend that they call boner yeah yeah i'm like i don't want to be like that guy from high school it's like yeah we got bill mike and there's boner and i'm like i don't want to be boner that's the equivalent of um what's that guy in american pie not stifler but like there's that annoying um, shit right yeah something like that right that's like, what they called him the one that got the poops yeah oh. he, had, he went home to poop they called him shit break yeah, he's yeah. the one that made out or had got it on with Stifler's mom, who's actually yeah. played by uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who's a big deal right now these days. Yeah, like there's some bad nicknames that aggravate people and they <clears throat> stick. I did my best not to be aggravated. There was a guy whose last name sounded very close to Razor Dick. And so he just got called, he just got called Razor Dick. It makes no sense, but it's Razor Dick. Uh, there was another guy that... It was very mean. We referred to as Lego head because his head was kind of shaped like rectangles. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's funny, right? But you're yeah, like, that person I sure hated us and to this day probably thinks about me and my friends who made that nickname up and like was like, ate that asshole from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so That's but great. Boner was one for me. Yeah. And um, that has that has real catch on potential. Mm-hmm. I was I was noodle most of high school. I don't I don't oh, even know that's why. kind of adorable noodle. Yeah, I think it's because I was long and skinny, you know. Right, right. Kind like of a, a big lurpy. Dude. I got told I ate so much noodles I turned into a noodle. Oh, but well, never. You know, did you? Not a nickname. <laughs> did you? Kind of, kind of. Like I'm soft, and pudgy, and floppy. What a, what like, a yeah. great question, Scott. <laughs> it's true. I did turn into a noodle, Scott. You're absolutely right. A noodle named Boner. No, a noodle named Rainbow. Rainbow Noodle. There you go. Yeah, that's where the inspiration for the Rainbow noodle guy and Sigil came in in our D and D campaign. Remember, you went to the library to to read about strategies for M Sports. Yeah. And yeah. there's a noodle. There's a sentient oh, yeah, noodle. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I think that. I think about sentient noodles a lot because that's true. Of the things you do to your kids when they grow up, you have no idea how they're no. going to affect you. I used to be scared of sentient noodles when I was a kid. Really, like a anyway. noodle that came alive on a plate, and like, like a noodle with like a wavy noodle with legs and and feet would walk into my boots and run away with my boots. I, okay, we're getting really weird, but these are real facts. Wow, that's yeah, big. noodles. I love eating them though. Oh yeah, noodles are great. Sentient so back to the content of this guy's message. Uh, yeah, what game? What I've game had. do you hate watching other people play? It just like drives you nuts to watch it. Um, because we got. I mean, we I live in a world of watching anybody we want anytime on Twitch. So, so. mean, but yeah. whenever I've tried to get somebody who never played video games before 
to play a video game. Like I have this one memory of Ga- Gears of War. Yeah. You know, it was a girl, my girlfriend. Yeah, it's like, oh, let's play Gears of War, and I was kind of excited because it's split screen co op. I'm like, you know, she, we were playing Peggle and playing games together. Maybe, maybe she, maybe she could learn to shoot. And then they proceed to just walk into a wall and just keep walking into the wall and don't know how they're going. I get unnecessarily aggravated. I have to keep it in because any reaction is just going to be seen as being an asshole. But I'm like. My brain is like, how are you this bad? <laughs> how do you not know what's going on with the character and controller? And it's me that's the problem in this, but that's... Is she yeah, on your I, uh, your kill count or whatever the, the word, the phrase is? What were we saying earlier? Body count? Body count? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, well we done. We were together for many, we, we for need six to, years. We need to clarify. We need to know. <laughs> that was a, that yeah. was a six-year or so relationship, so oh, we definitely, yeah. Things we definitely counted bodies together. Yeah. I, I, I had uh, one recently... Um, I could probably think of one that aggravates me in general. I know. Oh, I have one that I can call Bo out on, but he already knows this. Like oh. watching Bo play Hearthstone. Oh yeah, <laughs> bugs yeah. me so. Bad. I can't do that in Marvel Snap <laughs> because he um he fans the deck of cards at the bottom when he's thinking, and I get why he does it. Like, it, and and I think I might actually do it too. But watching him do it, yeah, would drive me crazy because he'd just be sitting there going. Yeah. Yeah. While he's take while he's thinking and just it I focus in on it in a way that I really didn't like. Um but recently in in the household I have to admit to this. Like I am trying to use Fortnite as a platform to bring the family together. Family mm. that plays together stays together, Damn you right. know, like it's it's building teamworking skills between um, my stepson and step stepdaughter so that they're getting along and, you know, wanting to cooperate. And my wife and I are having some fun we can do together instead of just trying to manage the kids. That said, we were doing very well. Mm. We, we were down to two teams left in Fortnite. Okay. Uh-oh. On our way to Uh-oh. becoming the winning team. Yeah. And my wife had a med spray, which I needed. And I said, can you drop it for me? Yeah. And she proceeded to sit there trying to figure out how to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> and I play on mouse and keyboard, so I have no idea what to tell her. Yeah. So my stepson goes, I'll tell you. And everybody gathers up around me and my wife behind a bush, all in one spot, to have a friggin' powwow about how to drop an item out of the bag. While I'm watching the <laughs> other team rally on the other side of this bush, knowing full well we're here. Yeah. And then just blow us up yep and i raged so hard i had been doing so good at like being understanding being supportive being good like come on guys oh we should be so proud we got fifth that's awesome that's in the top 10 we're doing so good and at that moment i just went you're all so bad at video games i just yelled i couldn't help it was so bad that's great i love that i love that you know what you're you're part of the one i don't like i can't watch people play fortnite because they switch their weapons constantly, those fiddly mm-hmm. people, they're just going shlink, yeah. shlink, shlink, no matter what they're doing, they're just doing that. And that and Counter-Strike bunny hopping, can't watch that. Can't do yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you have it. Fortnite. Boy, there's a lot of Fortnite talk today. Who who would have guessed or thought? But I do. I can tell you this. Uh, we're done with emails. And, no, we got... Uh, oh, I you put know it what? back on the show because there is no way we called literally every texter and emailer Wes yeah. and we don't read Wes's text on the yeah, show. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah, you deleted Wes's text. Well, part of the reason I deleted it is because I realized it's a giant bag of 
holding <laughs> in terms of like, no, no, a topic. I, I promise. I Bo Schwartz promise not to. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to say anything thing. about it. I'm going to stay quiet. I will, I will stay. Cons- I will be as concise as humanly possible and polite and nice right. and not debate lord it up. Well, Let's here's go. what Wes says. He says, love the show. Bo is terrible at math. The This is what he said. Uh, the VA for voice. What is it? VA? V, miss voice me, VO. Oh, voice acting for Bayonetta getting paid 4000 for five sessions isn't 15000 It's 20000 Once again, love the show, Wes. There's been developments in that story, Bo. I'll throw it to you, concise I, away. I I did go back and and listen just because, again, along with the theme of the beginning and the pre-show for the people who missed it. Yeah, I tend to think things are one way in the universe and they're a different way. I did literally say, you know, four thousand times. Well, you know, the number of sessions is. 50. I did say that. I did math wrong. Yeah. Like I, if you were, if you didn't have the full context and you hear me say, I literally said it. So thank you for the correction. Bad at math, whatever. Um, I didn't, even though I said the phrase that way, I actually didn't do the math. I didn't do 4,000 times five is 50,000. I pulled those numbers out of different articles from different sources and conflated them all when I said my sentence. Yeah. So 15,000 got batted around somewhere. I don't know exactly where. And so did the 4,000. Right. So, um, thank you for the correction. You're right, but I'm not that bad at math, <laughs> but certainly when you're speaking like we do, you know, we could whip out the calculator, but we, you know, yeah. What the fun is that? We, no I fun try to, I think I've gotten some things right. I think people liked my Excel spreadsheet of the win rate calculator for heroes of the storm. I had an article published about it. Like I can do math guys. I, I don't want to get too precious or sensitive, but you know. Yeah. It's okay. Have a laugh at my expense and, and, and enjoy. Yes. You're definitely better at math than me. Yeah. Uh, I think you both probably. I probably, and that Even says Scott, a lot. Who's going to give everybody on the planet $15 million is better at math. Than yeah. Me. That was, oh my gosh, what a faux pas that was. <laughs> so the, pro- the problem is like, because the chat room just asking clarification. Was it your math? You were just quoting. Yeah. I wasn't quoting anything and I wasn't doing math. I was just pulling the information in my head and putting it into sentences. Yep. And those sentences turn out to be wrong, but I say them with the conviction of someone who's right, as we've established a few times on the show. Yeah. I've been self-aware of this for a long time. The apple doesn't fall from the tree. I've apparently. <laughs> so, you know, I realize that it's hard for you guys listening and trying to <laughs> follow along in some meaningful way when the person that you're listening to can't even speak properly. It's difficult. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bearing with me and for all the support over the years. I appreciate it. Yes. And thank you, Wes, for letting us bounce your yeah. text around today as if it was a volleyball and then finally read <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you for all five of your texts today, Wes. In- indeed. Also, Bayonetta seems to be getting stellar reviews. Everybody really likes it. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, so boycott one, failed. Yeah. One other thing I was going to say, um, uh, it is sort of a big deal for some people, but Warzone 2 is live tonight. So is that uh, modern warfare? I'm so too curious well? about it. Yeah. I'll tell you this, the water modern warfare two campaign part of the game, the, the video I've seen from that, I think is kind of mind blowing. Like visually looks so good. It's like, crazy. It makes me want to play. There's the facial expressions, the lip syncing stuff The just, this is next level business. And I don't know what happened over there, but they've clearly meant to make it, make some noise about how this is maybe a new era for them. Also, the reviews, early reviews are extremely good. 
and I can't believe I want to play Call of Duty, but I do a little bit. But it's beautiful. And that's the other, just the thing I wanted to say about the engine. That is freaking gorgeous. I don't know if it's still 300 gigabytes or whatever the hell it was last time, but uh, it looks it looks crazy. I was so. watching the cutscenes, the facial expressions, the like the mocap, just yeah, how it's unbelievable. detailed and micro. Uh, like it looks the opposite of any, even the best efforts still look kind of statuesque in comparison to what they've done here i'm just like whoa it's it's outlandish i don't know i may have to check it out i don't want to i don't want to i don't feel like spending 80 bucks for a video game but i don't know wish listed maybe it'll go on well it's activision blizzard but you know maybe maybe it'll be on game pass whenever this merger happens that'd be great you can play it in five years (laughs) for free (laughs) whoa slow down (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. But anyways, it's impressive to look. I, one of the things about this game, though, is that you don't have to buy it to enjoy it. It's like, you know, an eight-hour campaign. Somebody will make Modern Warfare 2, the movie, on YouTube, and you can just watch it. <laughs> yeah, do that. Do that. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for writing in, for sending us your emails, your texts, all that stuff. If you'd like to do more of that, you can. 801-471-0462 will get the text to us. And if you're trying to send emails, talk to the core at gmail.com. Uh, big thanks to everybody who supports us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash core show. Please head on over there and become a patron today so that you'll never get commercials. You'll have pre-show content every week and all the monthly benefits you can stand. Uh, those are just few re- a few of the reasons why being a patron of this show is a benefit to you and us. Go check it out, patreon.com slash core show, frogpants.com slash core for everything else you're looking for. So go find it there. Uh, as we leave, we like to hand the mic to Grandma and let her tell us what we played this week so you could all be reminded what games you need to buy. Take it away, Grandma Jagger. Oh, Attention that there some of you uh, some of you don't don't know what we talked about in the show because you have us on as a second screen experience <laughs> and you don't know what we were talking about and we didn't say it enough so here's, here's what we played again. Uh, Bo and Scott played Overwatch 2. John told me it's very important that you know he did not. Uh, they, <laughs> they all played Marvel Snap, proving that anything with the word Snap in it is a good game. And then Scott played Red Dead Redemption 2. And he played Despot's Game. And Brotato. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about that was hilarious. John's still playing Fortnite for some reason. He's up to the 10th Final Fantasy. He was gifted and he played Necrosmith. And he played the Rare Replay Collection to make the people in chat happy somehow without even knowing it. He also played Proteus. It's a very good shooter game. If you want to know the very good shooter game, that was it. And Bo played the stuff I already said. Okay. Well, there you have it. Well, well thanks, done as Grandma. always. Yeah, thanks, Grandma. Grandma's awesome. Uh, we'll be back next week with more with Grandma on tow. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh, easy there, Hammond. Hi, and welcome back to Roman Paul's JRPG Corner. We heard that the Corner has been undergoing renovations, so please excuse our dust. Some mice have decided to make their home here, 
so expect even more cheese soon. This week we're taking a look at a game that's been taking the Xbox and PC platform by storm, Persona 5 Royal. I have played a hundred hours at least on both the original Persona 5 for the PS4, and then again with Persona 5 Royal on the PS5. To say that I'm a fan would be like saying bears only eat fish on occasion. To anyone still considering it, Persona 5 is probably one of the top 10 JRPGs ever made. It is full of humor, strife, love, complicated relationships, and a thrilling main storyline that comes to a glorious conclusion. It can be taken in giant chunks or in small bites. You have plenty of opportunity to save throughout the game, and there are already a myriad of guides out there for you to pursue if needed. The gameplay loop here consists of dungeon crawling, personal relationships, leveling up your personas and party members, and many more things that I won't spoil here. Just be prepared for a rollercoaster of emotions as you go through this shocking tale. It runs very smoothly on the Xbox and the PC, but I have read that the Switch version just isn't quite up to par. Maybe Nintendo will finally give its fans a Switch upgrade next year. We can only hope. Once again, that's Persona 5 Royal that just came out for the Xbox and PC and is already on the PS4 and PS5. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you core nerds next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>